It's all butt stuff every time. I know. Yeah, it's trying to figure something yeah. else, isn't it? Satan. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I guess we're ready then, huh? Yeah. Yeah, well, I think we're good. Let's start the motherfucking show, bitch. Any reason not to begin? Nope. Nope. Well, then here we go. Can we cut the condescending crap and play the game? Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. Juice story time and Chili's game breakers. Here comes Juke with the soundbite saviors. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. Hello and welcome to episode of Rudely Interrupted. <laughs> Fucking hell. Do you know most weeks I don't let that happen and get away with it, but oh, not I've, this week. I've been resisting the temptation to I do that. Well, I had to come back. Booyah. I know, I saw what you just did. Uh, anyway, hello and welcome to episode 482 of the Retin Gamers Podcast. Yay! Hey. 482, and we're back with the whole crew. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. And I'm Chinny. By the way, veterans, people, we are not military veterans. We're veterans of the gaming lifestyle. That is correct, Eric. And let me remind you that we stream live every Sunday at 9 p.m. GMT. That's British time. But now. Right, it's British summertime. It is gone forward, and everybody's back in sync. to play some HD games while I'm rolling in my caddy. That clip didn't help, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I enjoy I enjoy British summertime time. Yeah, they should just stay like that forever. It's my favourite time adjustment period. Well, of course. Yeah. Even though you lose an hour of sleep, huh? Well, I, I, I'm willing mm. to sacrifice the hour of sleep for one for, night. For one for, night. For the for the summer of like, oh my god, there is still day left in this. Let's I know, right? I'm not driving home in the darkness every night. Driving home for Christmas. Okay, Stu's on a different episode, I think. Uh, hey, by the way, by the way, Chinny, Chinny, is there yes. a reason you're not streaming on YouTube yet again this week? It's because I don't know. <laughs> oh, fuck. YouTube sucks. YouTube is fucked. When Mike streams to it, it just doesn't it's work. Not me. I, I, this is how much this is this is how much I have to do, right? I click stream and restream should do the rest. It does. So well, it's not. It's not my fault. <laughs> the fact that it's working, not working, is YouTube's fault. It's YouTube. Yeah, Pete, YouTube. Come over to uh, Twitch. Yeah, YouTube sucks. There, anyway, huh? All right. Let me restart. So people are watching now. Let me restart. Bye. Bye. Back in a minute. Back in a minute. So, how are you both, anyway? You good? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, been up to anything exciting? Any exciting stories, Duke, this week? Yes, I My do have an exciting time. story. It's story time. Story, story, time. So every day in class, uh, in every class, which is three times a day, um, after we do our journal writing stuff and I have them, uh, you know, we discuss what we wrote in our journals and everything, and it's time to move on to the, you know, core curricular area of the class. I have to tell them, hey, we're moving on to our main focus area. It's time to put them cell phones away, so I play this sound clip. Your attention, please. At this time, all cell phones must be stored in a pocket or bag. 
Thank you. And then if they don't do that, then I have this whistle that I blow, and it, it's I'm not going to blow it full blast because that would hurt everybody's eardrums. It but would. I do have a whistle. And uh, but they've been warned, right? Yep, yep. You're giving so, them full fair warning. Right. So I've been doing that for you know two months. They know the drill. But now when I pull up the you know every time I pull up the it's because it's on my same soundboard I use for the Veteran Gamers podcast. So there's all these different sound clips. About half of them have bad words in them, so I can't play them. <laughs> um, but. I realize some of them might know some of the sound clips. So now at the start of every class, I click one of the other sound clips to see if they know where it's from. So the first one I did this with on Wednesday was, I said, oops, wrong sound effect. Here, let me play the right one. Your attention, please. Okay, and then I play that one. And I said, does anyone know where that first one came from? And they were like, no. Damn, y'all need to play more video games. God, your class sucks. What I know, I right? Jeez. Then the next day, I said, all right, we got to put our cell phones in the and play the sound clip. And they all started going Skyrim. That's from Skyrim. Oh, dude, Skyrim. So the problem isn't my class sucking. The problem is they know good video games, and they don't pay attention to weak video games. Wow. You just went there, didn't you? I just went there. Ooh, bring it. What? You think I'm mad? I would, I would say Skyrim? that Skyrim is generally more popular than The Witcher 3. That's right. But let's be honest, the Spice Girls were popular and they were oh, also they that shit. shit. They in our school. <laughs> they were also shit. You know what I'm saying? Yes, they were. <laughs> so just because <laughs> something's popular doesn't necessarily mean that it's good. It's true. I agree it with that. True. And now it's, it's time for the next part of the show. <laughs> oh, wait, where's the sound clip? It's I don't not... know. Ah, damn it. Hang Good on Good God, you're so fucking no, unprofessional. I, know, I'm sorry. I thought I uploaded <laughs> it. I guess I didn't upload it. Let me play it, and I'll adjust it on the fly. What you did, read in. What you did, read in. <laughs> what you did, read in. to Lise. So what have you been reading? I have, yeah, I actually, here, I can do the other one. Uh, Yeah, here we go. Let's Let's play. play. Guess Guess the the book that Duke's been reading and finished this weekend. Wow, this is not going to be easy. I started a book on Thursday and I finished it today. Okay, should we know this book? Should we? 275 page novel. That doesn't help, that doesn't help, but should we know? All the kids are going crazy for it. Really? Yes, it's a one-word title. Um, Pain. shit. <laughs> Stu is closest. Am I? Shit. Yes, it was written by a rapper. Uh, yeah, that probably doesn't help me personally. <laughs> I don't uh, have any of his uh, songs uh, on the board. Is it mother? Is it, mo- is it motherfucker? No. <laughs> Here it is. Hey, I was gone for a minute, but I'm back now. Sit the fuck back down. Then I give everybody well, now. Stop, 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 stop. There's only so many strokes I can fucking handle, right? So that was Kendrick Lamar. What the fuck? No, it doing? was not. What is wrong with you? Yeah, what's the matter with you? That was somebody else who raps. What's the matter with you? It was. It was somebody else who raps. That's correct. God, are you just some sort of idiot? <laughs> I don't know who was it. Go on, enlighten me, you. Hey, you're terrible at this. Well, we don't do rap and hip-hop like you do. 
Well, it's time you start broadening your horizons a little bit. He's one of the most important rappers right now, along with Kendrick Lamar. Oh, is it Childish? No, it's not Childish Gambino. I don't Gambino. like it. It's not really. His, he doesn't even rap. He mostly no. sings. The point is, that was logic. All right, yeah, yeah. His first novel, Supermarket. Supermarket. That's what it's called, Supermarket. Is he? Because he likes supermarket sweet. Well, because it takes place in a supermarket, and he's dealing with all these mental health issues in the supermarket. And now here's my review. Piece of God, this book sucks. Yeah, sounds I a bit boring. I one star out of five on Goodreads. So can I, can, I, can I read an excerpt from this book? I'm going to read one now. Here we go. I'll read uh, you an excerpt. No, I'm going to I'm going to read one. Are you ready? Go ahead. Uh, so on Monday, I went to the motherfucking supermarket, right, yo? And okay, I got you're some mother stereotypical about <laughs> motherfucking rap, vegetables, just, it fucking bitches. Image. I got some fucking aubergines and cucumbers, <clears throat> and I put it through oh, the damn. checkout. Dude, people are ignorant and stereotypical. What the fuck? What's wrong with you? <laughs> anyway, the point is. He's a great lyricist. He's a really good rapper, but he's not a good novelist. So does he rap about vegetables? <laughs> no, he raps about the meaning of life. And no, I mean in his book, Supermarket, you know. He has fans and how he suffered anxiety attacks and he doesn't want people to commit suicide. But what's that going to do with your supermarket? Go on with your cute little jokes, though. I'm just asking the question. I'm genuinely asking what that has to do with a supermarket. That's yeah, now you're asking a genuine question. Anyway, the point is that... <laughs> The core conceit is that it's very meta. This book is very postmodern. He's trying to be very clever. It's just Fight Club. If anybody has any desire to read this book, you should just go get Fight Club and read that instead. Because it's the same basic story, but it's a much better book. Well, so he, he makes soap out of liposuction. Well, he should be, because that's a more interesting plot point. But instead, it's just, I fell in love with this girl, and there's this dude trying to kill me. And there's all these people who don't like me, and I don't know who I am, and I'm suffering from anxiety. Anyway, here's the thing. His, he, he, he doesn't know how to write a book. And you know what? I actually don't fault <laughs> him too much because he read a bunch of books, and he said, I want to write a novel. And his friend said, you can't do that. You don't have the ability to write a book. And he said, screw you. I'm going to do it because you said I couldn't, which is cool. That's actually a good thing to do. It's probably not a good idea, though. That's not true. It's a good idea for everybody to read to write a book. The question is, are you able to evaluate it when you're done, show it to somebody who is a professional, and get good feedback on it? And that's where the process broke down. Because someone at Simon & Schuster should have said, we're not putting this out in its current state. We need to do some dramatic revisions of this book. Let but me it, ask you. Well, let me ask you a question at this point, though. Yeah, go ahead. Shoot. Let me hear. You. Is it is it selling well? Probably. And well, they probably don't give a shit. Right, but that's the point, though. Publishing houses have a responsibility to give a shit. They shouldn't just be about making money. Here's the thing. Here's an example of how bad his writing style is. And I said, as soon as I saw that the book was out, I went to Amazon. I read a pre, you know the first chapter and a half, and I was like. God damn, this guy loves adverbs. And I just got done telling my creative writing students, use adverbs sparingly. They usually clutter more than they illuminate. There's some free writing advice for you, kids. Anyway, here's an example of his writing, okay? He's okay. having a conversation with his girlfriend, and she says, Flynn, what are you doing? Why are you being sketchy? All right, and then he responds, what do you mean, I asked, not quite sure what she meant. 
Sounds all right to me. What about you, Ginny? Let me read that again. What do you mean, I asked? Not quite sure what she meant. Yeah, he didn't need I asked, did he? Because he it said, what do you mean? Need not know not quite what she meant. Of course that's, you didn't know what she meant. That's why you asked, what did you mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Completely idiotic. What do you mean? That's and that's you not an exception. That's the rule. The whole book is like that. He sat down nervously. He Everything was ifidly. Uh, she barked at him as I threw up my hands in frustration. That's not so bad. I'm going to guess that he probably recorded it and had it transcribed. Yeah, that's probably all he did. You know what? Ice-T did that with his book, The Ice Opinion. It actually reads pretty good. The yeah, well, some people speak to, better than others. Well, that is, that is also true. Did some editorial work. The person who heard or read this did no editorial work. Can I just take you? Don't bother reading that book. <laughs> can I just take you to back to the beginning of the show? Take it back, take it way back, take it way, way back. There's another one. When I mentioned, right, that the Spice Girls were very, very popular, but not particularly very good. Okay. Yeah, but uh, logic is very Same good. thing applies. Well, well, same no, thing applies. Logic is well, very good. He's a very no, he's not good at writing a book, though. Yeah, but that's not the point. The okay. Spice Girls probably okay. were good at writing books, and they're certainly not good at making music. Logic is good at making music. He's just not good at writing books. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. But he's very I'm popular. I'm officially. Right, anyway, there's nothing to do with video games. I've got. I'm gonna so kill a story. Switch that shit yeah, off. I've got a killer story. All right. Go on, go. Um, <laughs> I've got a. I I own a piano. You do you do? I've seen your piano. Fancy pants. I own a piano. I've seen it. Where? In your in your house. It was in no, your house the last time I it came. A full size. What a proper piano now. Wow. Oh my god. Have you got it in your house? Almost. Did you have to take your window out yet again? No. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. The story's already getting better than Logic's book. It is, it is. <laughs> right. How did Ginny uh, get his piano in his house? Audio of Ginny playing <laughs> the piano. Pretty much. So, did you, did, did you just want copyright strikes all over this? <laughs> right. That's I all we get. Me. So... So, so is that the way it is, then, Duke? <laughs> if it doesn't affect me, it doesn't matter. It right. serves an important comedic purpose. First of all, who the hell is serving copyright strikes on Beethoven? Okay. Do you have his spirit coming back from the right, grave? Right. Look, the people who own the music copyrights will be putting copyright strikes. Whatever. Whatever, whatever. Right, Chinny. You're lucky I didn't play the other Logic song. Shush. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Go so, you you've piano. got a giant piano and a very little hallway and a very little door to get it through. So, what happened? <laughs> so, I won't go into it, but Matt, uh, we know Matt from Matt's Reviews. I've we got do. a couple of Matt's Reviews lined up, by the way, but I, I just haven't emailed them. To yeah, I told him to get them sorted. I told him to do yeah. some. So, we got a, we got a cracking one, but um, yeah, we haven't, haven't done anything better. But Matt's Reviews. Matt, uh, long story short, he's got uh, he's got to get rid of a house, right? Okay. Uh, he's got a house, as you do, and it's it's been badly looked after by a bad, bad landlord, and he's got to get rid of it. So he's got to clear it out, get people to do stuff, carpets, sell it, right? I won't go into why, but he's okay. got it. I went to collect the keys for the house, because he was in Devon at the time, and he'd been trying to get the keys to this house for a long, long time. So I said, oh, he said, do you mind getting these keys for me? I just really want to get these keys because it's been so long. I was like, yeah, I'll get the keys. Went in the house, dog shit house, but there was a piano in there. Ooh. Right? And I said to Matt, there's a piano in here. And he said, yeah. And I said, I would like that piano. And he 
take it. I don't care. What I have learnt this weekend is pianos are fucking heavy. <laughs> uh, yes, they are. Heavy discoveries made. Fuck. I mean, I, look, I'm a slow learner, right? But <laughs> I learned uh, that when I picked up the piano, gravity uh, didn't like that piano very much. Uh, and uh, so we, we took it. There was me, Matt, and another chap, right? And we, I said, I'll take the piano. And this other man, who was very nice, had a van. Man with a van. Was it so white? We, it wasn't white, but we were men with van, right? So we, we, we put the piano in the van, which was really difficult. With a man. And then I, as we was putting it in the van, I said, I don't know about this piano going in my house. And um, the other two was like, no, 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 I'll do it, right? And then we got to my house, and you've been at my house. I have been in your house. And, and uh, it's my, my, I have a porch front door. It's right? tight. People. It is it's, tight. It's, it's, it's an L shape. So, so Duke, you, you know, like you walk through the kind of like side of the porch, yeah. and then the front doors, you know what I'm saying? If so you looked at it from above, it looks like a piece of uh, Jenga or something. It's, like, it's an L. It's an L. It's an L. It's an L. shaped house. Go ahead. Do you know what yeah. an L looks like, Duke? <laughs> yeah, it's an uh, L. L. What is L. this L you speak of? L. Like L. an L. Egyptian hieroglyph that you speak of. <laughs> so, uh, so to get the, the big settee, we had to take the window out, that kind of stuff. So you can't get anything through the front. I've got a side alley. Some people call it a lean-to. Whatever the fuck it is. I've got a side alley to the house. Problem with that is that it's also, it's, I wouldn't call it tight, but it has uh, something on the other side. It's not just open or anything like that. I have like a kind of like an outhouse next to it, right? right. Basically like a storage room, like a kind of out, it should be outdoors, but it's covered with a roof now, room. And so to swing it, you can kind of do it, but it's tricky. And we did it, and it was in the kitchen. And I had this piano. <laughs> you got it in the kitchen. In the kitchen. <laughs> and Tara Brilliant. looked at me as if to say, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and then at that point, that, <laughs> I looked at myself and asked myself the same question. I said, what? I said, what the fuck am I doing with a do you know, piano? Do you know what you should have done at that point? You should have got naked and recreated Monty Python in your kitchen. Because so then it just worked perfectly. So then I got this piano <laughs> in the kitchen, and I'm like, I need to get this piano out of my house, <laughs> right? Because brilliant. I don't want it in my my house. I, I can't get it in the house now and because just, it's stuck in the yeah, kitchen. Matt and the other chap have just <laughs> like almost had a hernia putting this piano in my house. And here's a lesson for anybody, right? <laughs> don't be afraid to um, well, say no. You've, if you've worked, if you this is this this works in business, right? This has happened a lot in business, Stu. I'm going to give you a business lesson that I've Don't learned. Don't throw good money after cool, bed. Cool, cool, right. go for it, go, go. So if you've worked hard on something, and it took a lot of time to get somewhere, and you work hard and you work hard, and it might have taken hours, days, weeks, even months to get somewhere. Years, decades, and it, centuries. And it, is that like Brexit? And it didn't work, <laughs> right? I'm gonna talk home, and it didn't work. And you and and you're only going ahead with it because of all the effort that you're putting in it, right? You're only it is you're, Brexit you're talking about. You're only you're only sticking with it because you've got, well, it's so difficult to get it, right? My piano is basically a metaphor for Brexit, right? And, it is. And 
don't be afraid to go with your gut and stop it because one if i didn't stop it Stu, yeah uh, i would be fucking stuck with a piano in my house that i didn't want <laughs> probably in your kitchen to be honest <laughs> so you know just just take that lesson <laughs> well, I let me just lesson here too is just because something is available for free doesn't mean you have yeah, to go freezing out and taking yeah. it for your i learned <laughs> i learned that i learned that with i learned that with uh he said what now <laughs> I learned I that with herpes, dude. Oh, yeah, that's free sometimes. <laughs> totally free. It's so, funny because people's genitals get mutilated. That's yeah. true. So, the, that's so true. The, yeah, so I have a piano in my side alley now. Uh, <laughs> so are you going to play it in there? No. Um, with the warmer weather coming, it might not be too the, bad. The thing is, I do, I do want to learn the piano, so I'm going to pay for lessons. Um for the piano that's what that's what I just got an image of you sat in your little alleyway playing your piano yeah, yeah I know it's fine there actually and uh, uh the uh, dog's gonna wonder what the fuck's going on <laughs> apart from that but like, now it's time to talk about video games yeah we're okay. oh my god that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, right. Just before we start, we've got some people in the chat say hello to the people in the chat. Oh, we have uh, hello, people. Uh, Derek Signs, Phasor <sighs> is in the chat. Tim Kelly is in the chat. Veteran Gamers is also in the chat. Uh, Soul Brothers in the chat. Baron Bongola is in the chat. And Duke Scaff, I don't know who that is, but he's also in the Phaser. Phaser. Von Glower, Shakespeare didn't only write an iambic pentameter, dude. He wrote in a number of different meters. Let's dispel that myth right now. Shakespeare's overrated. Fuck. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Totally. The fuck does he know? Part of it's it. not like... I've been yeah. to his house. It ain't yeah. that nice. Yeah, yeah, it's not like he's got out famous. Well, yeah, really. Anyway, uh, yeah, spin the wheel, Chinny. Spin the wheel! I had it ready this week, you <laughs> bastards. Uh, spin, 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 right. spin, spin the wheel of who's playing what shit this week. And I'll change the gift. Duke we'll will be pleased. For her weight in fish right here on Wheel of Fish. Wheel of Fish. Oh, look at Homer backing out with the Homer. Push. Awesome. There you go, go. Stu, you're up. Go. I'm up. Right, I'm going to talk about uh, Devil May Cry 5. That's what I'm going to start with this week because I finished that shit. Ah, Devil May Cry. Wow. You just yep. finished Devil Dune. May Cry 5. Uh, I thought, Coffees. I've got to be honest, I thought the ending was a bit odd. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, because it... Um, no, odd, sort of okay, but you just a bit odd. the game where you read poetry while fighting... That's true. Uh, v does that. That is true. Demons and collect blood like units for currency. That is true. That is true. Had an odd ending. <laughs> well, odd in so much as it was every... like a, a, a normal battle between a good guy. No, and a bad guy. like it's not weird. There's there's twenty levels in the game. Yeah. But the last four, I'm gonna say, I could be wrong, but I'm gonna say the last four levels are just literally four separate boss fights, pretty okay. much. Right. Which is just a bit odd. So you just up to that point, it's all like exploration, mini fights, mini boss fight, boss fight, whatever the usual sort of structure. So wait, when you sorry, when you say mini fights, are you talking about like you're fighting small enemies, or you're fighting? Yeah, 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 yeah. So just general enemies pop up to fight. Step oh, on my punchline! God damn it! 
Ugh. I didn't know you were doing the wrong punchline. I thought you were asking a genuine question. Why don't you let me finish my question before you start answering it? Oh. Right, so anyway. You're asking Stu why he interrupts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> what is the matter with you? Um, yeah, I like. Do you know what? I'm going to say it, and I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. I still prefer Bayonetta. I still okay. prefer Bayonetta. I'm not. I, right, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Okay. I didn't love it. I came away from it thinking like eh, it was all right, but I'm not like I'm not like getting like you know like overexcited like everybody else seems to be about it. I think it's cool and it's kind of a bit throwback and it's kind of a bit retro, you know, and it looks all shiny and you know, but it's it it's it was okay. It got so better towards the end, but then it got a bit silly because Dante towards the end they had about six different things you could choose from to fight with so you just keep giving you more shit like which is cool because there's lots of variety and somebody's like now you've got this weapon now you have to soup up this weapon uh but something happened with this game that i've never had happen before when i've played a game that i've never played a game i had to watch the ending on youtube what why and the reason that is, is because this game's a bit... I, that's, the stupid thing is, I kind of knew it did this, but then forgot that it did this. If you're in the middle of a cutscene and go back to Dashboard, with no, mostly every single other game, it just pauses a cutscene, and when you go back to the game, it just carries on playing the cutscene from wherever you were. In Devil May Cry 5, when you cut back to Dashboard and go back to game, it, it literally bypasses the cutscene and goes on to the next bit of the game. Huh. Now, what happened was on Saturday morning There's when I got like a confirmation button. No, so basically on the on the PS4 you've got like a guide button. If you press the guide right. button, you can just go back to and it just suspends the game. Right. So you can just re, you know carry on exactly where you were up to. But for some reason, Devil May Cry Five, it, if you're in the middle of a cutscene when you do that, it just literally goes past the cutscene and gets to the next bit of the loading screen or game that you need to play and you don't get to see the rest of it. Now this happened on a couple of occasions whilst playing but then I kind of forgot it did it and on Saturday morning I was taking Millie to work and unbeknownst to me I was on the final cutscene of the game which lasts for about 18 minutes or so. Damn. So it's kind of a long cutscene at the end, you know, like all the finishing off stuff and the credits and all Hit that kind of stuff. Hit the button in order to pause it, but it actually skipped Hit it. the guide button to pause it while I took Millie to work, came back, unpaused it, and the game was over. Uh, didn't each. see credits, didn't see the final cutscene, didn't see nothing. Right? So I'm like, huh, and there's no way to go back. If you press continue, it just starts a new game. Did you start so, a new game and finish it all over again? Yeah, I did another another eighteen hours just so I could see that yeah, final cutscene. Cutscene. It's not the same thing when you watch it on YouTube. I watched it on YouTube. I streamed it, it to the telly and I pretended. <laughs> but it is. Did you sit there with the controller. <laughs> yes, I held the controller in my yeah. hands, oh, just, just pretending. The only the only slight annoyance it. is Kai. the only slight. Kai. I did it! <laughs> I want divorce. Yeah. I did the game! Yeah, the only slight annoyance, the only slight annoyance is that it's one of those, like, final cutscenes plus credits where there's, like, playable bits as you're going along to finish it off. So I, like, missed out on these very small snippets of playable parts of the game. But it was, it was kind of cool. I was kind of fine with it, but I was just a bit like, what the what? Who designed this game? I thought, you know what's a good idea? If someone presses a guide button during... You know, like a cutscene or whatever, we'll just bypass it. It just means you don't want to see it. Stew, 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 
Stu. Yes. Yes. A serious question. Okay. This should be a feature, how many times we ask serious questions on this. Yeah, yeah, because we don't do it that often. Uh, Go. Um, so you bummed Bayonetta. Yes, I did. People would say that this was... I mean, Bayonetta was inspired by Devil May Cry. That is yeah, true. Much so. The Bayonetta came out, and then, and then you know, Devil May it Cry went away. It basically is Devil May Cry, but with so, the so, as the protagonist. Yeah. So, so what did Bayonetta do? And Duke, please refrain yourself from saying women's boobies and clothes and stuff. What I just did said Bayonetta it. Do, it uh, that that uh, Devil May Cry doesn't. I'll tell you what he does, right? And I know why people would prefer Devil May Cry over Bayonetta for the very same reason. Is in Bayonetta, right, the fluidity never kind of stops. Even if you're a bit shit at playing it, it always looks cool. You know what I mean? You always pull some move off or some big boot comes down from nowhere and squashes somebody or... Like, some. Yeah, some cool shit happens. Whatever you're doing, right? Whether you're getting it right or you're the best player in the world or the worst player in the world, it always kind of looks cool. And it's very satisfying combat. With Devil May Cry, you've got to be... To get that cool look, you've got to be kind of better at it. You have to be good at the game in order yeah, to... Yeah, you, you can't it. suck as much. <laughs> really suck. You've got to be good at it. See, and I, I know, here's the thing, though. I know what you mean, because I never got into Mortal Kombat, because all the moves were really complicated. But you put Soul Blade in, I'll whoop your ass and look like a badass doing it, because you exactly. just press all the buttons, and it'll work great. Now, let, let me just clarify. That's not how I played Bayonetta. I'm pretty good at Bayonetta, yeah, and I can yeah, pull yeah. off a lot of the cool combos anyway, yeah, regardless sure. of that. But I just found it easier somehow, and the, it just seemed to work better. I hear you. For me. That's just for me personally. But yeah, yeah. I can understand why people, you know, people who were good at Devil May Cry 5 will be going, ah, it's because you're shit at the game. That's why it didn't that's look true, cool. That's that's not the problem. And I also feel like, I don't know, with... with Devil May Cry 5, I feel like there was less... Not less animations, because that's probably not the right word for it. But with Bayonetta, there just seems to be a lot of variety in sort of finishers and movements and crazy shit going on. Whereas I felt like Devil May Cry 5 had a kind of more limited set of animations and stuff. I don't know. I just... I, for me personally, I just, and I just like the crazy story of, of Bayonetta, although yeah, the, the, Devil the May Cry 5 is, is, story is very like crazy it. as well, to be fair. Um, I don't know. I just felt movement, combat, and everything just is just better in Bayonetta. Devil May Cry just didn't tickle your balls, Stu. It didn't. Not in the same way, no. Because you know, there's no naked women with her for a light suit and stuff. Correct. That is that isn't the reason. Actually, I'm just saying that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no. I just I just think it's better. If you could and give I've it just... a review out of five stars, oh, we what did would you give this podcast? Yeah. I don't do reviews out of fives, but I do do noises. <laughs> what did can, you say about can, doo-doo? <laughs> I say doo-doo. I can do-do a noise. noise My that. review noise for Devil May Cry 5 is kind of this, I guess, if I, were, if I had to give a noise, would be... <laughs> you know, it's sort of middle of the road all the way. A little bit more negative than I expected it to be. Yeah, I still I enjoyed it, but, you know, and I did keep a very open mind, by the way, can I say. Okay. 
you know, I didn't go into this thinking I'm just going to hate it, whatever it does. I, I did enjoy some aspects. I, I preferred playing as V. If I could have played the whole game as V, I would have been very happy to do that. Because you like the Guy Fox mask and he's helping people get free from a totality. Not that V. Not that V. Right. No, that V. Joke, though, see, because it's a bad <laughs> I see, I see. Because okay. his, his was the closest to Bayonetta craziness. Without, uh, Devil May Cry, but I had a Dr. Pepper at lunch here. And yeah. uh, I'm starting to think that that's giving me some more energy and that I, I understand why people drink caffeinated beverages during the day. There you go. Who knew? <laughs> nice thing you know, it'll be on next week. It'll be on Red Bull and vodka and stuff. It'll be fine. Uh, I watched a, there's a very I'd funny help. comedian called James Acaster. I don't know if you know him, Duke. Nope. Do He's not. a British comedian. Nope. And he talks about Dr. Pepper in length on, his, on stage. And he said, what flavor is it? What flavor? Anybody? What is it? Germaline. Germaline is what yeah. Dr. Pepper tastes like. He's very good. James Acaster. Same age uh, as me. Uh, Mitch Hedberg had a joke about it, too. Mr. Pibbs like Dr. Pepper, except uh, dude didn't even get his degree. He had to drop out and start making soda. <laughs> yeah. Then they said, right. Diet Dr. Pepper tastes just like regular Dr. Pepper. Well, then they fucked up. True. Yeah. Can I just say, by the way, before we move on to whoever's next, yes. there's a lot to like about Devil May Cry. You know, if you're into that sort of genre. No, I'm just saying, I don't want the people to be put off playing it. Talk about it. You chose to To be put off playing it because the voice acting's great. You know, there's lots of good things about it. Yes. Anyway, who's next? It's the worst thing ever. It's the worst game ever made. That's all I know. I left a review on Google Reviews. Woohoo! And I went for a restaurant. Oh yeah. Ooh. And uh, do you want to hear the positive? Go, go, go. So it's a it's a, a restaurant called the White Rabbit in a place called Bilston. And uh, I, I ate there last night and I thought I would it was Mother's Day today in the UK. So I I, I had a meal with my mum today. Um, but I took the mother in law I took the mother in law to a meal because she was working today yesterday. Yes. So so uh, this is the review. If I could leave a no star, I would. I <laughs> booked for 6 p.m., didn't eat till one hour, and 10 minutes later, my wow. plate wasn't clean properly. Staff, no. staff were worked, overworked and probably underpaid, so they were doing everything they could. My mother-in-law was not happy with her dry fish and chips. Better to knock it down and turn it back into a car park. Pah. Damn, take that. Is that where we went? No. <laughs> when we came to your wedding, what was that place called? That was quite good. When you when you came to our wedding. Yeah, when we came to your wedding, I asked so you where we could go eat. It was wedding dinner. And it was it was near the no. university somewhere. Oh, you it was all right. Gone, you might have gone to the uh, the one on the yeah the hungry horse. Like it's not that great. No. no, it wasn't a hungry horse. No, it was like a like a proper restauranty, independent place. Oh, let's play. Guess the. Place. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But it was all right. I thought it was all right wherever it was we went. Okay. All right. Let's spin. So anyway, who's next? Yes. It's Duke. Hey, it's Duke. Hooray for Duke. Um. Yeah, I've been playing Rocket League because that game's a lot of fun. I haven't been playing a lot of Insurgency. I'm not done with it, but you know, whatever. Minecraft. Awesome. Um, and The Division 2 is the other game I've been putting time into. I've been putting some time into this, Duke. We can talk about it together. Yeah. Let's talk about yeah. it together. Togetherness. Okay. First of all, in case anybody's confused, the first settlement you unlock is called The Theater. 
because it's over a theater or something. Mm -hmm. The second settlement you unlock is called the castle. But yeah. it, is it over a castle? It's bugged. You can't <laughs> develop it. I ah, went to the first mission. They're like, we only have seven survivors. Find the people who did this. And you're about to leave. And then she goes, hey, kill them all. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, okay, whatever. So you go and you kill them all, whoever it is. And that's it. It never gets turned green the way the theater settlement does. So you're supposed to be able to like unlock it and add things to it and do projects and make it better and improve the lives of the people who live there. Nope. It's, they're all just hanging out in the basement. And every time you go in there, we only have seven survivors. Hey, kill all of them. Like, mm. okay. So uh, Ubisoft apparently knows about this. They're working on it. I don't know if it's PC only, but um, if you're having that problem with the castle settlement, it's a bug. You can't do anything about it. Just move on. Yeah. Mm. So, Ginny, what do you think? This is your uh, first I week think of it play. Is more division. Yes. Pretty much. Uh, uh, I can only echo what Duke said about it. I think the they've improved some things. Like uh, I think a, a lot of people kept on saying, "But the, the enemies feel like they're bullet sponges." And I was like, yeah, I suppose. It didn't really bother me that much. Because... I didn't realize the woman's hormone monster in Big Mouth had played Correct. the Division 2. Apparently Correct. she did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody was, everybody was like, oh, the bullet sponges, bullet sponges. Um, I was That's like, yeah, but I, I, I get why they're bullet sponges. Yeah, really. Do you know what I mean? I, I play Gears of War. No one no one complained enough for them to change it. Do you know what I mean? Like, Gears of War like, stuck to it. They just went, oh, fuck them. Like that's yeah, the way. The what house are they gonna? I don't. Make? I don't, like. I, I get. I suppose it's like a really realistic game, so it seems weird. But I always kind of. But it's a fucking video game. Like no one cares. I don't think right? This is a realistic game. Insurgency feels very realistic. This is like. But, but anyway, look. But they, they've changed. Well, the problem like, is. The problem is, if there weren't bully sponges, there would be no need to level up. Well, they they have changed it. So basically, their armor is the strongest point. And when, right. once you get their armor off, their health goes down pretty quickly it doesn't matter who they are if they're so like... they're a bully sponge for armor yes yeah so it's still the same really, yeah but like it? i know it's a small tweak but psychological probably, yeah people just some people like, oh, that's okay difference. Yeah. yeah it's weird i doesn't really bother me all right because you've got thick been, armor on that's fine i've been <laughs> playing the whole thing with uh, my brother from another mother uh mr lee marsh and uh i don't play the game without him so, so how do, how does Lee like it? Is he liking it? Uh, Marshy likes it. Yeah, he, he does like it. I think he sort of feels the same with me. Is that we would probably not play the game on our own um, because we. I, I think I would definitely find it boring on my own. Not that I've got. I know Duke sort of. He's like a champion for repetitive gaming. I don't mind games that, that are repetitive. <laughs> repetitive game injury <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't mind repetitive games either i just feel like this game i probably wouldn't be that engaged to play it on my own um I, I, and, and marsh and i said agreed that i think wildlands is probably better uh is a better game it's probably more fun you got more i felt like you had more uh options well this is like region. wildlands but not as crazy is it is a little it's, it's bit, bit like, like an environment which makes a big difference it is yeah. it is an open world but you are pretty much grounded in the division you know what i mean yeah. like you are yeah. you are just on the floor uh, yeah. and there's no well, getting it, up 
Yeah, so in in wildlands you're fucking everywhere. Do you know what I mean? Like you're in a helicopter, you're jumping out. It's crazy. So I really enjoyed Wildlands for that. Uh, but it, it it's you know it's good. It's a, it's a, it is a good game, and and the gameplay is fun. But I am I am only level ten, right? So it is repetitive. It's repetitive now, but it's a good re- repetitive loop. It's a good gameplay loop. Yeah. I'm not a massive fan of like collecting loads of loot. But the inventory is so quick in the division. You press start, pop, 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 pop. You're in, right? And you and look like, for the green text. That's you really look. Awesome. You look for green numbers. And yeah. if the green number is green, then you 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 <laughs> change to that gun. And if yeah. it's a red number, then you mark it as junk and you fuck it off forever. And of course, you also can check and see. Okay, this one is a little less damage, but it shoots more rounds per minute, and yeah. there's holds more in the clip or whatever. And but. we know what guns we like, right? I I like I particularly like. Assault rifles and shotguns. Yeah. That's my thing. Chief, you Marsh- get your fucking shotgun away from me. I hate shotguns in this game. Mar- yeah, Marshy likes sniper rifles and assault rifles, right? So we kind of all know what we like. Yeah, um, yeah I think I think the, 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 the thing that sets the game apart really is the gadgets. Yeah. Uh, that was the thing that made the game unique on the first one. And I yep. think the gadgets are okay. I seem to remember having more fun with the gadgets in the first one. Yeah, probably because they d- were... Yeah, I, I I think that what bothers me is that like you you reply. I think you touched on this, Duke, where you've got the drone, and at the moment I think the drone heals you. Is that or is it something like that, or is it just yeah, just yeah? That's what I've got set up in my drone. Yeah. So like, but you, I thought you upgrade. So let's take the drone for an example, right? Yeah. Um. So like, I don't I, I don't have the drone as an upgrade. So just just bear with. I might get things wrong, Duke. That's but fine. you'll you, you'll get my example, right? So. You get the drone and it shoots people, right? So you see, you, you you send it out and it'll just find people and shoot people. That's yeah, kind of you what Mark is trying to work people this way or that way. So then you can upgrade um, SHD tech tech points yeah. to it, uh, and then you upgrade little points. Uh, you spend five of those, and then you've got the ability for it to defend or to heal or to do something else. And what I what bothers me is that it doesn't do that as well as it right. does it instead of. Right, and so, so it's it, not even upgrading; it's just different. It's, it's just changing the function of yeah. it. So for me, what I have is the uh, the ball, right? I have this cool yeah. little fucking Secret Pokemon mind. ball, right? <laughs> and I fucking throw it, or I just put it by me, and yep. it follows me if I put it by me. It's cool, and 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 it finds an enemy, and it goes, "There's one," and it blows the fucker up, right? Yeah. And then you can upgrade it, well, sort of side grade it to <laughs> have many balls but the yeah. pe- it's not <laughs> powerful right so it splits into three balls and then it finds three different enemies and it blows up but it's not as powerful me and marsh was like i was playing with the with the, my balls and, and marsh was oh, yeah. marsh said like that's shit like it's not as strong as it why is it not strong as as it used to be it's like oh, i've changed it to so it's just three and he says oh it's not killing them so i was like yeah it's not so i changed it back to its original function so the function that i upgraded yeah. first right is the best upgrade and the yeah. three others is like it's almost honestly it feels like i've got nothing to spend my upgrade points on well no exactly and that's the other thing have you you've there's also perks so oh. With the perks, you can, you know, you, uh, you, uh, for some reason, there's like seven different ways to get muzzle brakes and extra large yes, weird. And stuff. You can craft them, you can buy them, you can get perks with them. There's all, yeah. it's so just, it's so unorganized in terms of how you A get A little different- bit. They do, they do so well with organizing some things, though. Right. Do you know what I mean? They've, but yeah. like, 
I, I struggled to find a scope. I was like, where? I don't want a fucking scope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's my scope? Yeah. And then I found I, it. I just the myself, like, I'm not going to have a good scope. And then eventually the game just said, here's a 4K. So here's a scope. Here's yeah. an 8 and here's a 12X. And I'm like, I mean, okay. You know, I, 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 realized, I realized how I got the scope eventually. But I, like you do, I kind of felt like I, I just got one by accident. And it was because yeah. I upgraded a perk. Right. And, you know, I, and like there's, there's, there's other you things. Where think you think intuitively that a scope. No with a perk that doesn't make no, sense no you you would think that you would pick it up in loot that's that's what i was thinking you silly billy i know so so there's that and then yeah. I, so i've upgraded like my i i've got i can carry like five grenades i've yeah. i've got more Help armor, more armor. and I, I i have i'm level 10 it's so like, I'm not, like oh your stash will be you can carry 10 more yeah, things stash. First no of one all, cares about the stash. only people who use the stash are people who are going to play this game like 10 times through fuck yeah. them why is that even a thing yeah so, so fuck the stash, and then like, I'm I'm struggling. I'm like, what am I spending these points on? I, I don't know what to spend them on. They're all a bit like pointless, really. Um, so I, that's that's my only negative thing about it. I sound like I'm down on the division two. I'm not. You sound because, very down. Very good game. It's just that aside, creep. It's like it's like it's a fun co-op third-person shooter that I enjoy playing. With Marsh because we have yeah. a laugh. We take yeah. the piss out of the dialogue. We fuck right. around. We shoot yeah. some shit. Don't we, get we too get... distracted by all the different things they're trying to get you to pay attention to. Just do missions. Do the projects. Yeah, uh, that's exactly. It. And, and what I liked was the side. It. The side missions were pretty involved. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like oh, it yeah. has a it has a little bit of a soundtrack and a little bit of like structure to it. And I thought I thought the side mission was going to be just kill this bunch of people and then you're done. But oh. so there's like. So there's, you've got the main missions, which is like a full proper mission. You've yeah. got the side missions, which is kind of like a downgrade from that. And then you've got um, the, the control points, which are yeah, pretty yeah. good. And Pro- then you've got... Podcasts. You, yeah, then you've got like random encounters, like the propaganda towers and stuff, which yeah, are yeah. all standard stuff. So the, what, what they get you to do in the game is pretty fun and varied. Uh, in terms of like what you get in, what you do, like, the missions are pretty involved. There's a story to each one. When I say a story, there's like there's an objective and it's unique and it's got there's dialogue. There's a person who you need to kill. That's good. Yeah, get it's usually that. But like, like they've recorded dialogue for it. Do you know what I mean? They've put some. It's not repeating itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I like that and I enjoy that. But um, yeah, I just I I I mainly enjoy it because I just like playing video games in co-op. Do you know what I mean? And, and uh. It, uh, that's all, really. I, I, I think it could have been anything else. I, I probably do prefer Wildlands, though, to Division 2. I think Wildlands is just more I think fun. I yeah. Uh, but it's okay. It's 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 good. I think it's very good. I'm glad I got it on day one, which doesn't happen a lot. So. Yeah. That's all I've got to say about Division 2. Duke, are you done with the Division 2? I Division 2. Okay. And next, is it... Are we going to give Chinny or uh, Stu the floor since we should dead i go mark mark oh sorry have you finished oh sorry i'm i am here sorry oh sorry uh yes time talk mr let me tell you about why bayonetta is great oh yeah bayonetta is so cool Uh, anyway uh the final episode of the walking dead ever right Uh, came out this week it's done the game is done finale to this entire affair I thought it was okay. Oh. I thought it was pretty good. It was pretty good. So st- Look, this is what I'll say. This is what I'll say, right? If you played the first game, like the first ever one, and loved it, right? Loved the story and all that stuff. 
and you just never got around to playing any of the others, yeah. or you missed a couple, I would just forget about all the other shit and just play the final season. Huh. That's what I would suggest people so do. So I haven't played three? I'd, it doesn't matter, really. Hmm. It really doesn't yeah, make talk, a whole... You're talking to somebody that likes to complete everything. I know, yeah. I know you do. So, I know you do. But yeah, just do it. But it, it's definitely worth playing. The final episode was definitely the, for me, it, the probably the strongest of the uh, season. Are you, are you really. happy then? Are you like, yep, yep, done, wipe my hands with that. I'm, I'm, I'm satisfied that's nipped in the bud. Yeah, until, yeah until I guess I am. Until 10 years when they reboot it. Yeah, there's a and then there's a there's a way of doing that from what how they've left it Careful. all. I know, I know. That's why I'm just saying that it could be, it could happen, it could happen. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. It's well done. The voice acting, as always, was excellent. The story beats were really cool. You know, it had all the stuff you'd you'd want to see in the final ever episode of the Walking Dead video game. Well, and and also Lee coming back and like killing everybody and being like, oh, I didn't actually die, but I'm gonna guess zombie Lee. No, the, the, that didn't happen. So, but what I would expect, you would expect. Yeah. yeah, but it was it was good. It was it was good. I was I was satisfied. You know, I think under the circumstances and all the shit that went down at Telltale, and then obviously Skybound taking it on, and obviously taking people on from Telltale to get it all finished. I think they've done pretty well. You know, because it could have just been never, I'd have never got finished or come out and it was just terrible. Yeah. And it was neither of those things. It got finished and it was pretty good. Good. You know, and I don't think you can ask for any more. Glad to hear it. So there you go. I'm not, I can't say too much without spoiling anything, so I'm not going to say any more than that. Other, other than, if you were a fan of the the first ever season, I would definitely recommend playing this at yeah, some point in time. But... The the only thing you do need to bear in mind, you can only get it from Epic Game Store, so that's the only place you can oh, play is it. Really? Now, if you're buying it now, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so if you're buying it now, that's the only place that you can buy. Me. it. I haven't looked at the Steam deal of the day. Let's look at it together, shall we? Ben's wow, this is exciting. <laughs> is it? See, good deal of the day today. Dollars, people. Should I do it? Should I buy this game for five dollars? What do you let dubstep answer? <laughs> What Brilliant. answer the dubstep came up with? I didn't hear that. <laughs> it as said, bye, bye, bye. Uh, I'm not going to buy it. Don't worry. No, I think, I think you should consider buying The Walking Dead final season, though, dude. Well, I might at some point, but no. I might. think you should. I got he like might. 10. And the short. The short, they're like two-hour episodes, so there's, you're not going to have to spend yeah, a lot of time. Do what I want you to do. Game, I played this do, do. You've spent five million hours in fucking Rocket League. Play this for eight. Is it going to make me feel as good as I do when I'm flying through the air scoring goals in Rocket League? Definitely. Yeah. Satisfied. Story, narrative, voice yeah, acting. I've that all day, every day in classes. Why do I want more of that shit oh, home? Yeah. I just read a 275-page novel in three days. But do you not want to find out what happens to Clementine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I can find there that out go. by reading the Wikipedia summary in two minutes. Are you really going to do that? Oh, of course not. I, well, I want to play it right now. Quit complaining and buy it. <laughs> right. That's not how... That's it. Go on, move on. Who's next? Yeah, who's next? Uh, I don't fucking know. Um, I, I didn't really like this door. <laughs> yeah, I can't. I got to answer the door. Okay, put. Oh, you go then, Chinny. That's made that decision. It did, didn't it? Go. I spun the wheel, though, and it landed on you. Well, it ain't me, it's you. Oh, okay. Um, oh. I think I'm done with uh, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. 
Oh, right, yes, I know what this is now. Captain you two, explained it last Treasure week. Treasure um, Yes, so Captain Todd Treasure Checker, I've been playing it on the Nintendo Switch. And where I was at was it's got, it's got three episodes, Stu. Three episodes, right? Three. And it's got, like, 18 levels on the first one. I was going to say, but these are enormous, aren't they, these episodes, no doubt? Well, each level takes about five minutes. Okay. So it's not it's not a massive level. It's not as big as you think. No. So each yeah, each level takes about five minutes. About eighteen levels on the first episode, twenty two on the second, twenty two on the third, and then I was like, Yes, I'm done. Fuck this game. I can stop. Alright? And then it goes, Hey Dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. Goes, I've, I bet that's exactly what a Nintendo Switch game so does yo, go. Dickhead. Uh, <laughs> we got more levels for you. You little bitch. And I was like, what? And uh, it turns out that there was more levels on the game. And that's where I was at last week. And now I have played the bonus levels. And the bonus levels were based on Mario Odyssey, Stu. Mario Odyssey. But it kind of breaks the formula. So the formula so far in Captain Toad Treasure Tracker is that... You play one of these little levels. You can see it on the screen now. And I can. in each level, there's um, three diamonds, and your diamonds are your currency. So you use diamonds to unlock shit. But on the bonus round, diamonds uh, is still your currency to unlock levels, but not every level gives you diamonds and all this sort of stuff. So pretty much, like I played all the all the levels that are based on the Mario Odyssey theme, and they're pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they're pretty. They're, they're fun. Uh, they're, they're a bit difficult but after that the bonus levels are basically variations on current like previous levels like so the one that you see now there's a variation on this where you can't stop moving because the ghost will kill you or there's another one where uh, so it's right, like okay. when, I, when I started to see like them repeating levels with a twist I was I was done what's a twist yeah. with a twist a twist I was with done. a twist I was like I'm, I'm 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 more than willing to sort of play like new levels, but when they're just throwing old levels at me and they're just the same thing, but now you can't stop moving, uh, I, I'm I'm done with the game. So yeah, just as the same level with a different challenge. Yeah. So it, it's good. It's it's a cute, good game. I, I I don't know if it's worth the money though. Is what I would say. I mean, it's, the trouble is, there's no cheap Nintendo there aren't games. Many, is there? but the, the which 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 begs the question: which which are worth the money? You know, you could argue. I, I'm not a massive fan of Zelda Breath of the Wild, but it is it is worth its money. Um, you know, there's a lot of game there. Captain Toad, yeah. Treasure Tracker, yeah. currently, let's see what it says on Amazon. Um, it, it ain't going to be a cheap game, I don't think. Uh, and, and they call it the Nintendo tax and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, no, no, no Nintendo, second-hand or otherwise a cheap. Do you know, uh, weirdly, this week... I thought, I wonder how much Skyrim is on the Switch, because it's probably not that much now that it's been out for a while. It'd probably be quite cheap. Better yeah. be. Nope. Nope. No, it isn't. How much is? You, uh, the cheapest I could find it was £39, I think. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not paying 39 quid for that game, even if I can check it on the move. So, so exactly. Treasure Tracker currently is £30 on Amazon. Uh, no, that's not terrible. It's not terrible, but I don't think I would pay that much. I, 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 no. it sounds like, I don't want to get into, like, you know, uh, time and value and all that sort of stuff. Uh, 
I don't know. I feel like you could put thirty pounds elsewhere and get more more satisfaction. Uh, Half I, of the yeah. division two, for instance. I think this is. I think this is a, a decent um, fifteen quid game. Maybe stretch it to twenty, but yeah, I, I think I think it's just a little high for what it is. It's plenty of content. Um, there, it's not like there's not enough there, but no, not for me. All so right. I, I, you're not really satisfied after like when you finish one of these puzzles, you're not like, damn, I kicked that puzzle's ass. No, I, I feel like it's all. It, I mean, it's all a little easy, really. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not it's not it's not meant to be offensive, really. It's it's not meant to really scratch your noggin. It's just kind of like. It's it's kind of it cute. Like and it's designed for kids, which is fine. I, mean, I wouldn't say, uh, yeah. I mean, it's some sometimes it is tricky, um, but um, yeah, I, I don't really have a massive drive to go back and fix solve some of the paths, frowny faces. I don't know. Yeah, it's uh, very cute. I'm gonna say. So that's yeah. Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. It's okay, not worth the money in my opinion. So if you find it on the street, why not pick it up? But other if than you find that, it in a bush. Find it in a bush. If you find it oh, in a bush, propped up against a tree branch. Don't think it's worth thirty pounds. All right, that's enough from me. Oh, yeah. Spinny the off, spin, spin, spinny the wheel. I yeah. Spin the motherfucking wheel. Uh, spin that motherfucking wheel. I wasn't ready for it. Then. Oh, it just landed on Duke. Yay. Hey, Duke. How about that? What are the odds? Um, there was a sale on games from a company called big ben games on okay. this weekend and i i didn't wasn't familiar with them but i went looking at the sale and one of the games that they had for sale was mahjong, mahjong. which there have been mahjong video games ever since i can remember like on the macintosh i remember playing very simplistic versions of mahjong solitaire i should say there's a mahjong multiplayer game that they do in crazy rich asians to give just one example, and Amy Tan's Joy Luck Club. I've never played the multiplayer Mahjong. I don't know how to play Mahjong for real, but the Solitaire game is very nice, uh, and this was like $2. And you can find a whole bunch of free Mahjong games online and in you know, yeah. web games and stuff, but I figured, you know what? This looks solid. It looks polished. Let's give it a try. So I paid 2 bucks, and I got a really good Mahjong game. Um, there's 70 boards, meaning the arrangement of the tiles there's like four different tile sets which three of them suck so after i looked at them i was like nope i'm gonna use the one that you start with so never mind about that but whatever it's nice to have options and um yeah it's just really well done it's polished the most annoying thing about this game is that it's um there's loading screens in the menu so when you finish a level it'll say congratulations and then you like go back to choose the next screen or the next setup you want to do and it's like loading and i'm like just to pick to go to the menu where you choose which level to do there's a loading yeah, that's, that's real dumb but i like i like me some mahjong yeah Luke. it's good for those who don't know you have a whole bunch of tiles and they're in different categories so some of them are like numbers some of them are um, circles, you know, like four, five, six, seven circles on the tile. Some of them are, you know, like Japanese characters or Chinese characters or something. I don't know. And then there's, you know, some wild cards. So there, you know, different types of flowers you can mix and match with them and whatever. There's the red dragon, which is the most iconic of the mahjong tiles. And it's just, you know, it's nice and relaxing. It's, uh, you match them. You, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it's a very nice. simplistic game. But it's, it, like I said, this one's really done well. So it's actually Sanic Games that's the one that made it. Um, I guess Big Ben is the distributor or something. But anyway, yeah, it's uh, it's really good. 
thumbs up for Sanet Games' Mahjong. I'm just Mahjong. looking on the, the Switch store to see if there's any yeah, Mahjong games. Of course there will be. Mm, yeah. There's gotta be. Yeah, it's available. I know it's available for this. Well, the Wii U, I know. I'm pretty sure it's on the Switch too, but it's probably more expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nintendo tax. It'll be thirty-nine pounds. Uh, it takes a while to find. Well, why don't you go, Stuart, while I try? Yes, I'll go because I'm going to talk about Tokyo Chronos. Okay, what the fuck is Tokyo Chronos? <laughs> it's a very interesting uh, visual novel. Oh dear. That's all. H and E. It's ten dollars in the US, so I imagine it'll be seven or eight. Which is on the Oculus Go oh You're not headset. saying things that are making me happy. And I played the demo. So I downloaded the demo and I was like, I'm going to give this a go. Visual novels, they're kind of my is bag. There you know, you do don't have to do time? much. Time? There is something to do. So, well, there's something weird going on, shall we say. Is it time related? I don't know, possibly. Because Kronos says yes. time. To yeah. Oh. So basically, the game starts. You're in this like dilapidated building that's in like, the middle of a construction site. This dude comes up, says some weird shit to you, and then he disappears off the edge of the building, but he hasn't really died. He just sort of falls down and lands on the ledge below or whatever, so he makes you think he's jumped off, but he hasn't really jumped off. Now, at this point, some shit went down in your childhood that you sort of have a bit of a bat- you know, flashback to, so you know that he's, he's scarred. Right. Your character is scarred by some shit that happened. Oh, no. Uh, then you're in, I think it's Tokyo, obviously. You're in Tokyo, you go down, out of the building, and there, there is nobody there. <gasps> so it's totally empty, there's nobody. <gasps> and the only people <gasps> you find are your classmates, which is like girls with very little clothing on. In Japanese style, uh, but he does a good job, right? I'll, right, here's what I think. Okay. Wow. It's all floating dialogue, which is pretty cool. And wherever you turn your head, the dialogue moves with you, which is quite a nice touch. So you're not constantly like looking for the dialogue. Uh, but yes, there's girls in school uniforms, as you would expect in these types of games. Uh, it's animated, fully voiced, uh, yeah. obviously subtitled, but obviously in Japanese voicing. And it's pretty cool, actually. I would like to probably play the whole game, but there's a massive issue. Which is? Uh, Price. Oh, yeah. I've no idea how long it is, but it's $29.99. It's 30 quid. Fucking hell. And, like, you know what? I'll be honest with you. More than $10 on a visual novel ever. Exactly. If it had been a tenner or under, you know, around £10 mark, I may have, you know, pulled the trigger and had a go because I kind of liked it. But 30 quid, man, that is just too much money. Yeah. It's just too much. And there's something weird about it as well, right? And I'm not saying it's a bad game. You're saying there's something weird about this game. (laughs) Well, not so much the game, but it's like got four and a half out of five stars off about 70 reviews. Okay. But there's only actually three written reviews. This is their paid reviews. (laughs) <laughs> Correct. And like I feel like it doesn't really need that because it it's actually seems pretty good. But it's just too much money. It's too much money. I ain't paying thirty quid for no visual novel. No. No matter how cool it is. Yeah. And I like the setup and I like the mystery, you know, and I like why is there only these like school students left and nobody else? 
you know, and it's very intriguing and it doesn't really tell you a lot. Mm. But I ain't paying 30 quid to find out what went on. No. And I played about like quite a way into the demo and then I had to stop to do something. And then when I came back, I thought, oh, it might save my progress so I could, you know, play to the end of the demo. But no, it started at the beginning again. I'm like, nah, not playing it again. Interesting. So there you go. I've just had an idea, Stu, which you probably already had. What's that? Uh, uh, you're... We haven't talked about it yet. Oh, no, we have. No, I know what you're going to say. And yes, I was going to bring it. Excellent. If that's what you meant, so, yes. Just to make this announcement now, right? Stu and I are, are looking like that we're going to EGX Rest. We are. Mainly because Stu accidentally got a ticket. <laughs> got press pass by mistake. By mistake. So this isn't like... So don't feel betrayed, listeners. We didn't plan Oops, this. I accidentally got a, a press pass. Yeah, so... Yeah, because I, I applied thinking yeah, it was EGX. He, he thought it was the EGX press pass. He got it wrong. And um, I wasn't available. So Stu was kind of like either going to go on his own or not go. And then by sort of luck would have it. Uh, the thing... My, I was working, but it got cancelled. The filming that got cancelled... So I said to Stu, "Oh, I'm now available that day. If you want to, I've got nothing, nothing planned for that weekend now. Uh, shall we go?" So now Stu's coming to my house the night before. Yeah. And now I'm just thinking, how can we set it up so we can film it, but maybe make a video from me playing Oculus Go? Hmm, that would be cool. Do you know what else? Do you know what else? By the way, I've got a 360 camera. I can bring it and we can put some 360 videos up for anybody else who's got VR to look at. Um, so we can do that. I've got a Samsung uh, VR so camera. What? Somebody watch us in 360? Yes. Okay. So I can put it on top of something wherever and well, we can, can film get ourselves in 3D. I have 3D. access to yeah, yeah, yeah. about 14 tripods, Joe. I can get them. And not only that, but here's a cool bit. You can directly like upload it straight to Google Street View, so people right. can access it straight I don't away. Want people looking at my fucking house, Jay. No, no, not your house, but you know, like stuff at, you know, at Res or oh, whatever. Oh yeah, we can do that. Yeah. All right, we need to think about this, but that that's a video that's coming. Uh, yeah. So we'll work on that. Hey, guess what? You know the Arcade Club, 2018. Oh, yeah. they get lost. The video is done. Yeah. What the what? <laughs> Just as we're going next week, brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and for the year anniversary. So, yeah. There you go. Um, so by awesome. the time you listen to this, it'll be up on the YouTubes. On the YouTubers. Yeah. Well, anything else to say about Tokyo? Tokyo, Tokyo Kronos. Like I say, had it been at the right price, I actually might have bought it, but it's just too much money. It's too much money. If, it, if it's ever in a sale where they knock off 90%, <laughs> I might actually buy it to find out what went on. But it's nicely drawn. Like I say, animations are good and it looks cool and all that sort of shit. But And it's cool in VR, you know, because you do feel like you're there like facing these weird kids in school uniforms and weird hair and shit going on. Yeah. It's very Japanese. Yeah, yes. <laughs> It is very just. Say hello to JP Snake. He wants to be famous on the internet. Hello, JP. There you go. We will always make you famous. You are now famous on the internet, JP Snake. You are now famous. And I like JP because he sent me a game. Yeah. Yeah, we like people who send us games. Right, uh, who's next? Let me go to the wheel.
to the wheel, the wheelie, wheelie. Big um, keeps on turning. Who's left in the draw? Is it you in its shoe? I've still got, I've got one right, more thing to talk, talk about. Two more games to talk about. No, right? Dude. Uh, oh, Stuart's landed on you again. Well, I'll quickly talk about something that's actually not a game, but kind of cool. Oh, my God. So I'm going to talk about something non-gaming related, but it is on VR. Okay. So there's a, a movie being released, which is 18 minutes long. So it's quite a small movie mm-hmm. uh, called Marshall from Detroit. Okay. And basically, you sat in a limo with Marshall Mathers talking about himself growing up in Detroit and oh. the like, the rap scene and how he sort of came about and how he wrote his stuff. And it's kind of cool, I've got to say. It's kind of a nice little cool experience. It's like free. It's eighty minutes, and it, it it's all done in proper three D three sixty. So you, you know, he sticks his finger out. It's like he's poking you in the face. Um, but it's really well done, really moody, so kind of interesting. Uh, totally recommend it. Give it a go. It's good. Cool. So there you go. That that was very quick and painless, wasn't it? Yeah, I couldn't even get so the video up. <laughs> I know, I know, and I've even done a link and everything. I know, yeah. I, there's not a lot to say about you it, can but watch it, the it's whole just thing on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, and it's literally like but you just sat like in the back there, of the dude, limo. You watch it on YouTube. Sure. It's like you sat in the back of the limo facing him, and it is just really weird. Yeah. And you're like looking down at his trainers and what he's wearing yeah. and his fancy watch, and it's just really, really weird. It's cool. Yeah, and it's good. Totally, totally cool. You know, cool music, bit of rapping. Yeah, it's very cool, very clever. Nice. Bit arty. It's very arty. So there you go. Hang on, right. that's me. Go on. Who's oh, next? Been in the world again. Yeah, do it. Eric, you're up. Right, it's me. There's this game called Sprout. I went looking at the free-to-play games because I was like, I want to have something else to talk about. Um, yeah, wow. Sprout is a cute little game that takes you about half an hour to play. So it's a puzzle game. It's really kind of silly. The art style is very cute. It was clearly drawn by someone, like using crayons or something. Like it's. It looks like it looks like it's something from the 1970s. Yeah, yeah. It, it plays like something from the 1970s. As strange as that might sound. Weird. Um, you know, it's sort of for kids. The idea is that you are a bean or a seed okay. of some kind that needs to become a different kind of seed. And so you move okay. across this island by becoming different things. So you start off as a palm tree. I just you... want to warn you here, Duke. You're very close to losing me right now. I know, I know. I'm <laughs> looking at this thinking, what is this? It, it's a weird idea, but it's a fun game to play. Like, seriously, it actually works pretty well. You start off as... Uh, a bean. A bean that becomes a palm tree. And so when you become a palm tree, you then drop a coconut, which then becomes... I see what you did there. Right? And so there, that's the... Yeah, yeah. But when you become a coconut, you kind of sail across the initial body of water, and then you move over and you meet something else that... So why do you change back into a bean? Well, once you get to where you're going in this little panorama you turn into a seed. But because you've met the daffodil, uh, it'll show you 
how to become you now learn how to become a daffodil and so the choice is are you going to be a daffodil or are you going to be a palm tree and if you become a palm tree sometimes nothing happens whereas when you become a daffodil the wind picks you up and moves you down downwind so it's a puzzle game wow. in that you have to choose what you want to be and depending on if you're at the, if, like, if you're at the top of the hill it's a good idea because then you'll roll Coconut. down exactly but sometimes it's not intuitive and you end up going backwards or whatever and you know so i get you so let me ask you when, when you whenever you've picked all these different seeds or whatever the hell it is so you can choose from any of those so you just keep adding them to your repertoire correct. of possibilities yeah i see so you know the, you don't you never end up with more than like five options i think but it's you know it's kind of clever there's certain things you need to do at certain points and you know you kind of think laterally and at one point you think you're getting progress and then it be, turns out you have to go backwards and handle something else and i figured one thing out by accident and I was like, oh, that's what you have to do in there. Okay. So, it, you know, it's like I said, it's about half an hour. It's free, you know, and it's cute. It's charming. Like, I must admit, right, the more I watch of it, the more I think, oh, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's not. Like, I was ready to hate on it because this art style is very simple. I don't like the art style. I, I don't suppose I, 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 I get what it's trying to do. It's trying yeah. to look like a thing. But it's trying to be like charming. A, like a, like a child's drawing. Yeah. Which, but it rubs me up the wrong way. Do you not think, though, maybe the person who did it just isn't a very good artist? I think they. Did, they can I just a minute? Can I just check what just happened? Did the sheep eat the apple and then shit the bean back out? Yes. Is that what just happened? Yes, that's correct. Brilliant. That is brilliant. Yep. Truly. Yep. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. So anyway, uh, that sprout. It, there's not much to say. I did feel very happy when I finished it. I felt a sense of pride and accomplishment. So. As I love that. Yeah, I think. Do you know what? I think this looks okay. Give it a shot, Stu. I'd like to know what you. Yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Do it. I kind of like the look of it. I like the. I like the art style. I think it's kind of cute. Oh, don't. You go for so, it. So I'm. Can, I'm with the art so style. We can hear you complain about it next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll Only both play you play Detroit. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. But he needs a PS4 for that. Yeah. Stuff. Well, go fucking get one. I know he's got loads of money, dude. Yeah, just go and trade in your Xbox that you never bothered playing with and get a PS4 instead. Oh, spring break, man. I'm going to go through that Red Dead. Oh, yeah, yeah that Red yeah. Dead Redemption 2 I shit. I hold my breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, don't you be dead, Chini. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, right, who okay. Who is going next? Uh, am I spinning the wheel? Am I? Go on, spin that bloody wheel. I'll tell you what, this wheel's fucking knackered. It's knackered. knackered. Knackered, this wheel. Knackered. Uh, knackered. Right, knackered. I've been playing uh, some more Ape Out. Ape Out. So Ape Out is a uh, game on the Switch. It's a top-down uh, sort of survival game, I would say. And it's a lot of fun. You are an ape, you break out, and you kill everyone. Crazy fun to be had. Really enjoyed it. Talked about it last week. Okay, get over it, Mike. So what? Um, <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's, there's four levels, a decent amount of uh, decent amount of stuff, and I suppose what I, the reason why I like it, and I, 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 I uh, it's it, first of all, it's a decent price, right? So you, you don't feel like you're getting ripped off like Captain Toad Treasure Tracker. Also, <laughs> like you, you feel like you're doing something that you haven't really done in a video game, right? Like it feels like you're doing. This feels like a unique game, right? You play it and you're like. I've never done this. I've never made jazz music 
while running around as a gorilla, right? <laughs> yeah, or yeah. an ape, or, and, and it's like this is this is really weird. Like it's really cool, it's really weird. Um, so that's one uh, sort of aspect that I thought about that I liked about it. I'm looking for my phone because I'm trying to find my phone because I need to shout out somebody about uh, oh. the game Ooh. because. <laughs> So there's where the fuck did my phone go? Ah, ha, 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 ha. right. So the <laughs> so the you know yeah you got uh, four levels and all that stuff, and then uh, you know you got some credits what you play through as well like like Devil May Cry, and uh, it, the, the levels are good varied uh, different types of enemies you get rocket launcher enemies at the end uh, they're a pain in the ass. Uh, and then the game ends, and you think, okay, great. Uh, I enjoyed that. That was brilliant. And and he has quite a good ending. Uh, it, it, you, you basically uh, you win, uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you spoilers, escape. You win, uh, but you don't win alone. Let's just say that, hey. Uh, so there's there is something to it. And then there's a epilogue. Can I just say those freaking grenade enemies are a pain in the ass as well, it, Stu. A little bit, a little bit, but freak me when you throw one too near yourself and blow yourself up, you're like shit. Yeah, Ugh. yeah, they are, they are tricky. Um, You've got to be on, like, have your wits about you because it, you know, it basically look like just throw stuff against walls, but then you've got to really look at what you're throwing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you do have to. You can't just like willy nilly push and throw stuff. So um, I, I streamed it on Thursday. I stream, I stream every Thursday, by the way, everybody at seven p.m. and uh, yeah, I streamed this on Thursday, and uh, Alan Murphy watched me, right? And he tweeted me, and he said, Hi, lad. Watch, watch your stream of Apos. Just a quick one for you. Did you know that the parts, you can pick up the parts or weapons on the ground from the guys you have killed and throw them Icky. as well? At the guys with guns uh... and, uh, and, and kill them saves you running at them all the time. So I that blew my little mind, all right? And I was like, oh, my God. So you can pick up... So thank you, Alan Murphy, for that. Uh, massive. That's exactly what went in my head. It just just exploded my brain. So thank you, Alan Murphy. Um, yeah, so, so that... Did that, you go back and do it then? So I, I, the thing is, I'm on the epilogue, right, of, of uh. Anchor. There's an epilogue level. And you, it's called Break In, uh. right? Oh. And you have to uh, break in somewhere. And again, I'm not going to spoil it because it's quite cute. Uh, but you have to break in and get something. Uh, and it's, 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 so it's unlike the other games. So the other games is you just fucking get out, right? You okay. just have to run from left to right or right to left, depending on the level, and get out. Uh, so you don't really run through the same place twice. With this epilogue level, you have to break in, get this thing, and come back out the way you don't have to come the way you come, but the like you have to go through the same building and you, your life doesn't regenerate. So you essentially have to do two levels instead of one level, and uh, without dying. So it's the hardest level in the game, and yeah. I still haven't done it. Uh, it's very very difficult. So uh, yeah, and I'm enjoying just playing the same level over and over again. To be honest, uh, it, it's quite fun. Um. Yeah, and and yeah, I've been picking up arms, like people's body parts and legs, and you can totally throw them at people, and it stuns them, and they're like, oh, and you got a little second there to oh. to get them. 
So throughout the, I played the whole game without knowing that, and it, and it blew my mind. There you go. I know that now, mm. so I'm going to be doing you that. Be doing that, absolutely. I am. Absolutely. Uh, Apex is very good, worth the money. Recommend it to anybody that's interested in Hotline Miami or something that's just a little bit weird and funky. Yeah, it looks good. It's so good. It is cool. I just need to get better at it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it is tricky. It's not easy. It's not easy. Uh, that's me. I'm liking this level. I've not, obviously not got to this black and white where you can barely see where you're going. Yeah, level. it's about three. It's about like three minutes into the game. Should you just play it some more? Jesus. I know, I know, I know. That's how bad oh I am. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, next up is who is next? Stu by a nat cock. You have one. Well, I've only got one more little game to talk about, so this is very quick. Uh, I bought a Switch game for nothing. Right. Because it was reduced to 99 pence. And because you get switch point things, whatever, when you buy shit, I had enough to just get it for nothing. And it's called OMG Zombies. Uh, Okay. And actually, it's very good for 99p. Uh, It's quite a cool little game as it goes. Xbox. It is on. It's on Steam. It's on Steam as well. But you probably possibly have. So it's kind of like a... It looks like a zombie shooter game, but it's not really. It's kind of a zombie puzzle game. Mm. So basically, the, the idea of the game is every level you're given three bullets and you're like a sniper. And the thing that caused the zombie outbreak also makes them explode. Uh, so, so basically, you have to shoot the right zombie to get the best chain reaction so you kill as many zombies as you can with each shot and obviously the idea of the game is to clear the whole level with three shots yeah Uh, but it's it's actually pretty good you know for a 99p game on the switch perfect for sort of mobile you know sat on the bus whatever if you take it somewhere with you and just want something that you don't have to think about too much Uh, and it's definitely got that hook of replaying each level as many times as you want until you get the best outcome and obviously they introduce different zombies so 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 like the police zombies for instance when you shoot one of them they automatically shoot as well right okay so if they're pointing in the right direction for you they they will shoot another zombie which will then blow up and then obviously cause another chain reaction yeah so it's all about watching where the zombies are going and working out the best time to take your shots and which zombie you need to shoot. Yep. It's pretty cool. Sorry. I mean, there's not a whole lot more to say about it. The art style's pretty cool. It plays really well. I mean, if you look on Steam, it's got like either mostly positive or you know, like positive yeah. reviews. Right. And it's it's 99p right. at the moment. I don't know whether it's still that price, right. but it's a bit of a steal at 99 pence. What do the fat zombies do? Uh, they just blow up more like violently, so they have a bigger blast radius. Okay. So when you shoot one of them, it blows up in a bigger area to, so it hits more other zombies to to make them blow yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. I like to say it's pretty good, and it's nice. It's oh, cool the watching them all just explode. The helicopter. He's in the middle of the screen. Yep. He's standing, yeah. standing in the middle of the screen. Okay. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of it's like pretty cool. kind of like looking at a map almost, aren't you? And then the zombies are yeah. just wandering around. Yeah, it's a bit like Lemmings with zombies. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's good. I, I really liked OMG. it. I was like, yeah, that's 99p well spent. OMG zombies. 
OMG zombies, yeah. Cool. So yeah, I totally recommend it. If it's still on sale at 99p, just buy it. It's it's well worth every penny. Yeah. Uh, so there you go. And he's got this. And the, but just the other thing I should mention: they've done this really cool comic strip with it as well. So you get like this really like well done comic strip intro yeah. to read like a graphic novel. Nice. About what happened and why the outbreak happens and all that sort of stuff. Nice. And that's what they have in the middle of cut scenes. Yeah. It's good. It's all round good. It's all round. There goodness. you go. It's all round goodness on the Switch. There you go. That's me done. I ain't got nothing else to talk about this week. All right, Duke. Yeah, I got one more. I know you do. Woohoo! Uh, again, I so I after playing. <laughs> oh god! I think I was like, "What? Let me sort the free play games based on like best rankings." And Are you I sure you got the right filter? Warframe. Um, there's some other ones. Team Fortress Two, I guess. Anyway, um, I got to. Realm of the Mad God, something like that. Yeah, Realm. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. This is this is Minecraft, isn't it? No, it's not. It's. It looks like it. Well, it's not. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know why you get Minecraft out of this. It's a two. Because of the bloody characters, the light things out of Minecraft on the actual splash page. But that's about it. Yeah, no, I can see the gameplay now. It definitely isn't. But if you look on the splash page, it does look like Minecraft. Okay, well, sorry, the splash page for a loop. I didn't play no shit, no anyway. Realm of the Mad Dog. God, dog, whatever. So this game is a roguelike. Um, it's very, very simple in its design and execution. It's basically Binding of Isaac. You run around getting stuff. You, sh- you kill enemies, you get stuff, you get stronger, you kill more enemies. Um, the twist is that you can rotate the game. So you're going north and then you need to go east. Well, you can rotate it so that you're going up rather than east being on the right. Um, that adds a certain depth to it. I kind of had fun with it, but at a certain point, there was some menu that came up, and it was like I couldn't see it because I rotated the game, and I couldn't I couldn't clear it, basically. There was some, you know, it wanted me to hit OK, but I couldn't see where the OK was. So I was just like, OK, I don't know. And, you know, it's multiplayer, so you can play with friends, and maybe it's more fun when you're with friends, but... I played this for like 10 minutes, and I'm like, all right, I'm done. So It looks okay. I mean, not, I'm looking at you know, it now. It's got it looks okay to it, but it's just not, I don't know. I mean, I have actual RPGs I can play, you know, and there's lots of MMOs that are a lot better than this. So, eh, I'm glad I gave it a try. It's not the greatest game ever, so. Eh. Hmm, looks all right. Yeah, it's all right. Looks all right. Right, Chinny. I guess you're the last person. Have you got anything else to talk about? Um, no, not really, no. No, no, no. Right, well, in that case, let's move on the show. Okay. News? Well, we have got, I've only got one thing I want to mention to Ginny and see how excited he is. News first. Go on. I've got one story for you, Ginny, and I think you're going to like it. it. Now, do you remember the announcement of the game The Outer Worlds by Obsidian? I do. You do? Uh, Well, they've released some information on this here game. Uh, And the information is this. You can kill every NPC in the game. Regardless. Regardless of whether they've got a mission or quest for you or not. (laughs) So if you want to go out 
as like you usually play these games, you need a complete psycho and kill every single NPC in the game. Yeah, you, you can do that. What what do you paint me as? Uh, the kind of person saying. who blew up Megaton and randomly fall out. Yeah. Yeah. I did do those things. I, I read this and the first thing I thought of was you. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, he's gonna love this. You know, you know, it's funny. Like the developers talking about it, it says like, well, you know, you know, these games where you design them so that obviously they can't kill a character because they've got a quest or whatever, so you make it so they can't do it. We thought about that, and then we thought, nah, we'll just let people do what they want. Yeah, <laughs> I like, I like his attitude. I like the boldness of it. <laughs> I, do. I do appreciate. Uh, it. I suppose yeah. the thing about it is like, um, I don't know. How would I do it? I don't know. What would you do? I mean, this is a game that will allow you to kill anybody and everybody. I think I, I, think I would kill people that I... Like, for example, right? You know, you can't just go around killing who you want in real life. Because oh, I'm, yeah, not, yeah. I'm not crazy, right? But if somebody's, if somebody's... If we're in a survival situation, like Fallout, right? Yeah. And if somebody's gluten intolerant, I'm going to kill them because... Not because, you know, I think that's wrong or it's their fault. I'm just going to look, in this post-apocalyptic world, I'm doing you a favour. You're going to suffer a lot. I suffer with hay fever. I shouldn't be alive either. But I have the gun and you don't, right? And if it was the other way around, I'd understand. So, like, I'm kind of... I feel like I'm gonna, I want to kill people that I think should be killed in the situation. I just want to uh, play God. I'm not going to be cruel. I, yeah, I, that's what exactly, that's exactly what I want to do. I, I'm not asking for much, Duke. I just want to play God, right? That's all I want to do. So that when I'm in the game, and say there's a character in the game, right, that's annoying me, right? This character's annoying me. Yes. I don't like the cut of this character's jib. I will yeah. kill that character. It's a right? jib. And if, now, in if some games, moans, that might not be able to if happen. If everybody moans about the fact that I've just killed that character, then, well, guess what? I'm going to kill them too, because they're annoying me now. So... I might end up killing everybody in the game, correct? Yeah, I like it. Mm, mm, mm. I mean, I think this is going to be your kind of game. Uh, <laughs> yeah. about grading papers here. I'm doing an activity here where it's teaching the kids show, don't tell. Mark Twain said, don't say the old lady screamed, bring her on stage and let her scream, right? One of the items says, Caitlin was nervous. Her two best friends were fighting. You, I, I say to them over and over again, show us a fight. No silent treatment, no passive aggression. They always do things like they hadn't spoken in a week. I'm like, that's not a fight. Do you all know what a fight is? I want to yeah. see a fight. And they're always like, she, they were listening to what her friends were doing. What are they doing? Show us a fight. Like I'm, I'm literally yelling as in big red letters it says on the board, show us the fight. And still, they're not showing us a fight. What else do I do now? Sounds a bit aggressive. What am I supposed to do to get it through to them that they need to show us a fight? Uh, fight them. Yeah, fight them. Yeah. yeah. If you don't show us a fight, I'm going to actually of... fight you with a crowbar. Set up a boxing ring. No, just crowbar on student's skull. Brilliant. Yeah. I think you'd probably get sacked. <laughs> if they can get I'm prosecuted. I'm thrown in prison. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see a judge try to get to me through the crowbar. Exactly. Crowbars solve everything. Exactly. Morgan Freeman taught me that. Wow. 
You uh, really just JP did that. Snake, and that's it for news. Snake, there ain't no more news. JP Snake. Uh, read that what JP Snake said in the... I will. I've seen that. that I've seen Do that, that now. Right. video. Have you guys seen the comparison between the remastered Assassin's Creed 3 and the original? It's worse in every possible way. I don't agree. And fans are upset. Uh, lighting, character models, draw distance, etc. are all worse. Uh, my question is, do you think these blatant cash grab remakes will continue into the next generation? We get yes. a lot of remasters this Companies, year, and it just feels cheap and money grabbing trying at to grab point. the cash all the time, always. Uh, I'm looking at the graphics comparison. I like JP Snake. I don't wanna, I don't want to call you out or anything. I think it looks way better. I think sometimes it looks better on the left. Most of the time it looks better on the right. I'm looking at the one now with with water reflection, and there is no reflection in the left. And there is water reflection in the right. Then, then, oh, yeah, then it picks is, on yeah. shadow level d- of detail, and I'm not really seeing much difference in terms of. I think I think the trouble is the the original one looks almost like it's a bit sepia, doesn't it? It's kind of got this weird tone about it, like blue tinge. Whereas the newer one's more colourful and natural looking if you, somehow. If you played it by itself, you wouldn't notice that or care. I don't uh, think. Yeah. I don't know. I. I don't know. I don't care. I'm not going to play. Pay money for a remaster, and I don't understand why people are upset about the fact that it's not super amazing on the. What it's got better. What I want to see. uh, Remaster. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it just looks warmer. It It looks warmer, doesn't it? What I'd like to see more because it's 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 uh, area lighting rather than ambient lighting. It's going to be warmer, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Oh, there are some elements of the remaster that don't look. Very good, but I don't know. Like, what I want to see is more of these proper ground-up remakes that that's become Resident popular Evil at the moment. That's what. Yeah, that's what I want to see more of. Mm. You know, these proper full-on remake. You know, Shadow of the Colossus. The, the bigger question. Resident the, Evil the Two. The question is, who the fuck wants to play Assassin's Creed Three? Yeah. No, it was it was one of the poor ones it's as well. A shit game. So, just save yourself some time. Yeah, just don't bother playing don't either. Bother. Just play two. Remaster or original. And fucking four. And just move on. Do you know what the, do you know what I think the difference is, right? The left, the original one looks like it's winter. And the new one oh, looks like it was done in the, the summer. Characters, the characters' faces. Yeah, you're right. But the characters' faces look weird in the remaster. Yeah, it's... yeah they do. Yeah. They do. I don't know. It's just like... Play it on the 360. I really don't care. Yeah, play, play on the 360. <laughs> but play the original one. Look, what's the problem? Yeah, just just do that. Thanks, JP. Today. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thank you for the All question. All right, what's next? Uh, right, emails, I guess. Oh, emails! Whoa, that ruled. So the first email we have this week is from Adam. And Adam says this. He says this. Uh, hi, guys. Hi. It's been a while since I've last sent an email, so I thought I'd write to say hello. Hi. Uh, for the past two years, my time has been completely taken up by FIFA, Rocket League, and more recently, Fortnite. Yay, Rocket League. Play more of that. To hell with Fortnite. FIFA, probably more close to 10 years. Damn. 
Every time, every time I got a chance to play my Xbox, I'd be playing one of these games for about three hours a night. However, uh, recently I've made a decision to quit playing FIFA. <gasps> he's, a, he's heard the little dick story. That's yeah. the trouble. That's the trouble. We know we what's know happening what's here. what's going on. Uh, some long-standing strife with EA where they have just pushed it too far by giving people little dicks. And, Push it. and I haven't been playing the other two at all. Uh, that has given me three valuable hours every night to try out some games that I've wanted to play or go back to playing. So recently, I've played through Borderlands 2 mm. and tried out some other games on the Xbox Game Pass. Ooh. And then a couple of days ago, a game caught my interest. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Yeah. And thought, well, why not give it a try? Why not? Why not? Never such innocence again. I have never experienced a game quite like this. I've never played Dark Souls, so the idea of dying a hundred, modest estimation, times at each part just to figure out how to complete a boss battle was a whole new experience. <laughs> yeah, that's because you stink at that game. If you were good at it, you wouldn't die a hundred times. To move from FIFA to this was like an orange businessman finding himself the presidential candidate for the Republican Party and, event and eventually winning the election. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Or like the UK leaving the EU because we all know that would never happen. Hashtag Brexit. Yeah. But, but I have to say, I love it for this challenge and it keeps me coming back because really... I want to perfect how to play this game. I've probably invested about 15 hours into the game already, and I don't think I'm even 10% through it. It's so strange to I, hate I, a game I, so I much. I can't imagine playing that thing. <laughs> but actually love it at the same time. So my question is this. Have you guys ever hated no. a game so much that you actually loved it for the very reason that you hated See, it. See, I'm, I'm trying. I'm really trying to get close to the mindset here. And Super Meat Boy and Mushroom 11, these games are infuriating in their difficulty. Uh, I don't know that I ever really hated them because they were engineered in such a way that I felt like if I just kept at it, I would eventually beat them, and I did, but I never felt that way playing Dark Souls or Demon Souls, whatever the hell they are. Dead Souls. <laughs> Souls. Just something with souls yeah, in the title. Souls. Um, um, and, I, and I can't relate to, you know, maybe. I so let me let me ask you this, Duke. Yeah. Obviously, you played and finished Super Meat Boy, yeah, which is a, an inc impressively hard yeah. game. At no point did you just hate the fact that you were dying so no, much, and then, but really still loved it because really you were dying so much. And here's much. why. Because, and I think I've said this before. Every time I died, I felt like I just got the timing wrong. I never felt like it was cheap. I never felt like I didn't know what I needed to do. I felt like I just got the timing a little wrong or, you know, my fingers slipped. So here's the other thing. Every once in a while in Super Meat Boy, it didn't happen a lot, but every once in a while, I would screw up in such a spectacularly ridiculous way that I couldn't help laughing at myself because the idea that this little dude would go running intentionally into a saw blade like right in front of him, easily jumped over. I was just like, that's so ridiculous. I suck um, and I never felt that yeah, way when I was yeah. playing Dark Souls. Very good. Uh, Chini, what about you? Any game you've played where you've, you hated it but loved it uh, at the same time? I can't think of one. No, not really. I suppose... Um, I suppose the closest I can think of is Cuphead, maybe. 
yeah, because that's a similar type of game. Yeah, Cuphead. Well, not not similar in style, but similar in difficulty. Yeah, we got level. we got what you meant. You didn't have to put that extra <laughs> sentence. You know what I meant? You know, because it looks no, nothing like Sekiro. Nobody ever went. You know that Sekiro. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> it looks like Cuphead. Or they said Cuphead is the same <laughs> game as Sekiro. <laughs> we borrowed our look and style from Cuphead. Oh, really? Did you? We yeah. did. Uh, yeah, Cuphead. But, uh, but like, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say I hated it. Do you know what I mean? I'm frustrated, but no, I can't think of a game that I hated because uh, you know it was. I, I loved it and hated it. I said like, Cuphead. I got annoyed with it, but I still liked it. Um, N Plus is a game that sort of fucked me off, but I still love it. Yeah, very rare. I, I, you know what? Now I think Trials is one. Trials is a game where, like, I really like M Plus. I really like um, Cuphead. Trials, like, I like it, but I also like fucking hate it as well. So maybe Trials HD. Yeah, I get what you mean. Um, I'm gonna give you a weird one for me. Because one of, one of my Chronos VR. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. But yeah, no, it's actually we don't go to Raven Home level in Half Life Two, yeah. because I hate playing through that level because it's just so oppressive mm. and creepy and kind of horrible. It is at the, the same section time. of the game that you just want to get done. It is, and the ste- and the the bloody. Airboat level as well, which is a bit um, long-winded. But no, more the Raven yeah, home level. because you just want to get. Yeah, where well, you have like the hovercraft thing that goes on forever. I don't mind that. That doesn't. Yeah. So much. But yeah, we don't go to Raven home. It's proper creepy. It's a horrible setting, and I hate it when I'm playing it. And I'm kind of glad when it's over, but I still kind of enjoy it at the same yeah. time. So there you go. That's what. For I, me, that's what I, I, I don't like kind the of prison give. in Half Life Two. Yeah, I don't like that no, too much either. Prison pissed me yeah. off. I, I probably don't like the prison more than Ray Home. Yeah. Off. Yeah. So there you go, that will be mine, I guess. Because overall I absolutely love Half Life oh, yeah. 2, but there there is that just one level that and it's not that I don't dislike the level, I just don't like playing through it. Mm. So there you go. Uh but yeah, good question. Good question. Um he finishes off, uh, as for when to release the podcast, I am all for the Thursday release. Because it gives me something to listen to when I fly back from Ireland every weekend. Cheers, buddies, Adam. See? Yeah, okay. See? Well done. One. Cheers, Adam. One Thank you for the support. And I'm sorry, Adam. Love the fact that you're out to the show. But ma- Don't worry. majority vote for the other. Don't worry, there's yang to the yin, and here it comes. Uh, from an old new listener. What ho, sirs? What are you reading now? The next email. From? From an old new listener. Oh, okay. Uh, what ho, sirs? Well, hello. Whilst, whilst currently in the process of listening to your latest offering, it has infused me in preparing this correspondence with your good selves. I feel like I should be reading this in a posh accent. Yeah, reading in a posh accent. Okay, I'll try. Uh, here we go. And a few Christmases ago, the little ankle biters gave me what appeared to be a bloody big piece of useless white plastic uh, with some sort of fruit logo on it. 
After eventually getting out of the drawer and after much subsequent assistance, I found out it to be an enormous improvement in my listening pleasure than that of my aged cassette player. Particularly as it had the ability to play verbal interaction broadcasts rather than just music alone. Dude got an iPhone and he can listen to podcasts. But what do I listen to, I thought. There are so many choices. Maybe there would be one that would appeal to me. And there it was. I found it. The Veteran Gamers. Which did not turn out to be a... Yeah. Did not turn out to be a group of elderly people discussing bridge or cribbage and the sort, but you chaps talking about my secret vice of playing video games. What a great entertainment it is too from you three fine fellows. But the language sometimes does get rather fruity. Mm. There's Mr. Duke Scarf, uh, that going by your name. Yeah. That you must be a starring fellow in the jazz community. <laughs> it is marvellous to hear that you and your good wife performing your civil duties of gaining office to unsee that big tangerine buffoon currently running the yeah, colonies. That's right. And then there's that plucky little fellow, Stuart, with his northern honesty of returning video game consoles to their rightful owners. It has changed my mind about this Brexit thingy, and that we keep all of Blighty, and not just for the home counties after all. Ah, yes. And there is young Master Chin, who has managed to pull himself out of the black country by his bootstraps to become a successful entrepreneur. Well done, young sir, and no doubt you will be rebranding to become Virgin Gamers, which will be quite appropriate going by the male gaming fraternity. Well, as you have just started on emails, it must be nearing the end of the yep. show, so I can start preparing my cocoa. Although this chap's email you're reading out does make rather a good Go point on. about how long it takes for the podcast to be Shall broadcasted. Hold on a minute. It's my Alzheimer's kicking in. No, it can't be, can it? It's you lot just reading out my fucking email I sent all that time ago. <laughs> it's not a new podcast I've subscribed to after all, but the same three twats. That's right. I thought... Do you like this? I like what he See, did See, we were going to call the show I've... The Three Twats originally. Yeah, I would be. Exactly. To America. You should change the name from Mighty Sharp to The Three Putzes. I thought I was making progress with at least two-thirds of you in agreement to get a podcast out sooner. Come on, Stu, upload the fucking podcast sooner. After all, only work, work four fucking days of the week. Right, down to my question of the week. I have at least 170 games installed, but there are at least two that seem to taunt me regarding my inability to finish them due to the last boss fight, no matter how hard I try every few months. And these are... Quantum Break. I feel that smarmy bastard Littlefinger is making fun of me whilst I fail yet again to get the third rated X-Man nice man to kill the little fucker. Uh, the other is The Witcher 3. I put in over 200 hours playing that sodding bastard game complete with the DLC. But can I finish that last bloody vampire? Can I fuck? So, have you, any of you, three suffered from similar problems where you get right near the end of the game only to find out that you can't get through that last boss if so what were those games well i'll go first here because i want to play the sound you clip should change I... the name outside from mighty shop to the three putzes <laughs> zing classic brilliant um well there's the infamous mega man 3 incident 
Oh, yeah. Dragon Mega Robot Mom. Monster. Oh, my God. I destroyed my bedroom. And if you don't know that story, go check out my uh, Confessions of a Video Game Addict piece up on the Veteran Gamers website. I need to add to that. But I need to do a new version of that, by the way, because it's been like 10 years since I wrote that. I need to add some stuff on it about – I mean, I don't think Skyrim's even in there. So, anyway. Yeah, there that's you my, go. That's uh, you. Probably, uh, Chini, what about uh, you? Just in the chat, Stephen Mill says Manic Minor for him. Uh, oh. <laughs> yeah, but that's like that's like ah, oh, there's nails. That uh, thing I do have one. Mega Man Three. What are you saying? I do, I do. Yeah, Manic Miner. I have a game, right? That I poured so many hours in, and it wasn't because it was difficult. It was because my PC crashed. Ooh. And the the the. I don't know what happened, but I couldn't play the game. Did it corrupt your save file? Something like that. And I I have put many hours into this. And you could say it's a a long-lasting franchise, right? Still making games today. And the game that I played was probably made in about 2003. And uh, probably earlier than that, actually. Blank. And, yeah, it's Tomb Raider 3. Uh, uh, this is probably my favourite Tomb Raider, the one that I spent most time in, and I've never finished it. The way Tomb Raider is structured is you get your first level, and then you get three levels that you can play in any order. You play those three levels, and then you get the Arctic level, right? And this is a game that I bought the guide to, and in fact, by complete coincidence, I actually have the Tomb Raider 3 guide in my boot of my car, because it's one of the last things that I left at my mom's house when I moved. And... Um, I've got that because I couldn't figure out one put. So I've got this game, right? And 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 uh, I've got it on Steam. I've got the guide in my boot, and and I've never ever ever finished uh, Tomb Raider three. And it always has always bothered me. And that was I was probably fifteen. So that's been yeah, like seventeen, eighteen years of my life. I've had this thing in the back of my mind for that I never finished it. Yeah. Dude. Wow. Dude. That is that is not no. good. So maybe due to this email, maybe I should Maybe you should go back and do maybe it. Maybe I should play it, make a video from it, do it, get it done. This is so interesting. There's a pre I went looking from video game guides and Prima, I was wanted to figure out the company that made them. Prima is the company that made them. They've got Mist, revised and expanded edition, the official strategy guide to Mist. Why do you need a strategy guide to Mist? They write strategy guides for everything. I know, it's just oh, like, yeah, it's a great do. guide to have on hand. No, you really don't need it. Like You need it for that stupid maze level. What well, are you talking you about? You can find that shit on the internet, man. Yeah, you can. Uh, Mist gives you one of those they have a website that's like there's a map here. Yeah, but we when when I when I with two, when two Raiders three is that the internet wasn't a resource like it is now. I know, I know, I know. I'm not blaming you for having that. I'm just amazed that they. I mean, even I don't know. I don't feel like Mist even needed one at the time. Mm. What? Riven, right. it makes sense because Riven's whatever. puzzles are more complex. But whatever. Uh, for me, for me, I've got well. Let Let me just clear up first. Uh, all the games he mentioned, I've beaten all the bosses in all of those games. 
Uh, can I just say, I very rarely don't... If I get to the final boss, I very rarely don't finish the game. Yeah, yeah that's See, the same thing. Because I'm, I'm good at playing video right. games. Well, you know what I'm saying? I, I generally cool. won't finish the gaming session. If I know it's the last boss, I'm, like, I'm not getting up until I'm done with this game. God damn it. Now, there's been many times when I've got like stopped playing and then come back and done it first time, which is it's kind of a thing that happens, I think, quite a lot. Mm-hmm. But there, there are two... Two games, one I nearly, very nearly didn't finish, which unbelievably for you guys is Deadly Premonition, which is one of my favourite games of all time. Yeah. Because the suck, final boss in that, the, the final boss did, it was the most ridiculous thing. Yeah. And basically, this thing's chasing you on this sort of spiral staircase on the inside of a building. Yeah. And it's a quick time event. It's, so it literally boils down to a quick time event that you have to do about four you times. You gave up on a game because of the last boss of the quick time event? Let me just explain this quick time event. It used every button on the controller and it was completely random every time. So it wasn't a pattern that you could learn. No. You just had to hope you pressed the right thing quickly enough. I mean, that's. Oh, yeah, it took me a while, though. I died a lot. But you (laughs) tried to do those four quick time events one after the other without dying. I thought you said you gave up on it. No, no, I said it very Uh, nearly. Sorry. Very nearly. It took me a lot. I, I, I had to come back to the game about four times, I think, before I finally did it. Yeah. But I got to the point where I'm like, I have played this game for like 30 or 40 hours or whatever it was. There ain't no way I ain't finishing it yeah. now. So that was one. Uh, the one I never, ever finished. And it wasn't really a boss fight, but it was it was uh, Fear, the original oh, Fear. Yeah. Uh, on the Xbox 360. Now, on the PC version, you could save anywhere. Mm-hmm. On the Xbox 360, it that's relied more, on that's, checkpoints. Yeah, that's more of because the game's fucking gank. The game design wasn't great. And it, it got to the point where I had very little health left. It had done a checkpoint, and then I got these... And it was like a, an Ed 209 type of thing attacking you, like a mini version yeah. of that. And so you, so you fought that. So you fought all these soldiers... Loads of soldiers managed to kill all them, and then they said two or nine finger appeared and just killed me, right? And I'm like, you're kidding, right? And I must have tried. Oh, I've lost count of the amount of times I tried to do that section of the game, and I just never got past it. And that was it. I was done. I'm like, I ain't playing this shit no it more. It's over. It is over, and that's it. That's possibly. I can, I'm trying to think now. That's the only time I can think that's ever happened. Yes, sir. So there you go. I think you'd better do what he says, Mr. Kenny. Please put down your weapon. You have 20 seconds to comply. Class. Can I just say as well, I don't I don't always take the wimp difficulty on games. I don't always do that. But that's a good bit of advice, to be honest. Less frustrating. Well, yeah, exactly. And who cares that it's like the game is calling you a wimp? Like, do you really want to... Uh, here's the, the thought process. I'm not going to let this video game call me a wimp. I'm going to keep bashing my head into this wall so I can feel good at myself when I look at this game. When I finally do it. Uh, so there you go. Anyway, he does finish off. Anyway, still enjoying the show, and I hope that this email uh, gets to you all and it makes a broadcast for our next Burry Meetup in 2020. Uh, T wall on the 13th when I may have to use my walking stick to beat you into submission. Do it, Paul do it. Get video footage. We want to see that. Yeah, very good. Anyway, thank you, Paul. I do like that email. It's very good. I like I like what uh, you did. Lewis though. said that Wolfenstein 2 is a game that he never finished because he always picks the hardest difficulty. Oh, yeah, that's silly. Fault, that's buddy silly. Boy. Do, 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 do. Now, here's, here's a word of advice. Right, This is the advice I will give to people. Right? Go ahead. If you want to do that and play a game on a highest difficulty, 
always check you can move it down to easy if you happen to need to. Because some games lock you in and some games don't. (laughs) So some games are are a sort of allow you to move the difficulty up and down as you're playing the game. So if you want a bit more of a challenge, you can. I would always check that first. If you can't move it down, I would play on something a little bit slightly easier. Because you're not proving anything. You're not proving anything. Like you said, don't hit your head. Ignore Stu. You are exactly. like going up to the Monopoly board and being like, "Yeah, I beat you that one time." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, right. Final email tonight is off Jason. No, it ain't. Is it not? Have we got another one? Ultimate email. Oh, I must have missed it's one. Just come in. It's Where's just the other in. one? Oh, literally. Just, oh, well, I'll come back to that then. It's in the inbox. Uh, okay, filthy pizza is what he called it. Uh, hey, veterans. Oh. Hello. I did not purchase Vampire. I would have bought Remothered uh, just because Boo Fowler disrespected it. Also, I saw a woman with a lampshade on her head the other day. Instead, I downloaded Shrivener. Or Scrivener? Scrivener? It's a fantastic writing tool. I'm writing the story of my lifetime. I only wish I had more time to write. I already hired a famous editor. Uh, for now, if you would like to hear P-Town, or just wanted to find out what happens to Dr. Woolly at the end, P-Town is available to every listener on every listening service out there, even Spotify. Bam. Bam. So there you go. So, uh, Peter, P-Town yeah, if you want to listen to a bit of, a bit of P-Town, uh, listen to around. that, I guess. A bit of P-Town's getting around. I see what you did there. It rhymed and everything. Okay, last email tonight is off Lewis. We haven't had for a while because I guess he's revising for exams and such like. Uh, he says this. Hi, veterans. Hello. Uh, been a few weeks since our last email, but I've been revising quite a bit. Good lad. That's what I like to hear. Get knuckled down. You'll do well. Uh, so I haven't played many games. Also, uh, since becoming internet famous from your podcast, I've been too preoccupied snorting yeah. coke <laughs> to worry about emailing <laughs> in. Brilliant. I love it. I love it. Uh, so I've been playing Battlefield 1 again this weekend forgot how people, good that people, was people that's what happened to service leaders an, an old listener of the show and he then he'd vanished it's because he'd been snort, snorting coke all the time yeah because of his yeah. fame it's the fame got fame. to his head the fame did it uh, yeah Battlefield 1 again this weekend forgot how good that was and I played Red Dead a couple of weeks again and it's incredible nice. so Chini will be pleased to hear that and Duke there you go. What can yeah, you say? I heard it's a pretty good uh, game. I'll play it one of these days. Uh, but I'll talk about uh, that another time. But the game I wanted to mention is GTA 4, The Ballad of Kate of K. <laughs> the Ballad of Gay Tony, even not K Tony. That's yeah. my wife. That'd be weird. The Ballad of K Tony. I just wanted, anyway. I wanted a GTA that's based on your wife being the mafia <laughs> called K <Kay> Tony. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've been playing this this weekend. She doesn't talk like that. She's very nice and happy and cheerful. She is nice. I'm just sick of asking you about this. I'm going to smash your face in if you don't have my money next week. Do you like your legs? Because (laughs) I don't want to bash them in. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, And I have to say, it's still my joint best game of all time with GTA V. The soundtrack is outstanding. And if you haven't played it... Oh, Gay Tony. The Ballad of Gay Tony. Come on, we've just been making jokes about it. uh, GTA. Oh, right, okay. Yep, fine. (laughs) GTA V and Gay Tony. Right, got it, got it, got it. it. Uh, If you haven't played it in a while or haven't played it at all, dig it out and play it. I thought about the Ballad of Gay Tony the other day. You know why? Because when you pause the game, right... One of the best chill out 
sound like tunes comes on and if you type if you youtube uh, pause menu music gay ballad of gay tiny it's fucking brilliant i love it it's so good um so yeah i love i love the ballad of gay tiny i'll play them all again now as you can imagine i'm currently pulling that up so let me uh, find it and i will uh, put it uh play it so people yeah. can uh hear what chinny's talking about This is nice and relaxing. Just kidding. That was Ministry Crash and Burn. Mm-hmm. Ah! Wow. Hilarious. That is just... I don't even know what to say anymore. Very funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, all night. <laughs> it works so many levels. <laughs> it does work. Right, anyway. Uh, he's got a question. Okay, go ahead. Shoot. Let me hear you. Shoot. Question. Uh, so yeah, th- this is easy. he said the soundtrack is outstanding. If you haven't played, dig it out. Blah blah blah. So that got me wondering for the big question: What game has the best soundtrack of all time? For me, it'd be the Ballad of Gay Tony. So, what's your favourite mm-hmm. game soundtrack? Different games have different kinds of soundtracks. Yeah. So it's it's I can never pick just one. Um, you know, Want You Gone and Still Alive from Portal are magnificent songs. Um, yeah. The Skyrim music is just glorious. But it's hard for me to say if the music itself is so great or if it's like I have so many wonderful memories associated with the music, you know. Um, but then I'm never going to talk about music in video games without also talking about. Oh, man, I was going to have an awesome reveal there. Go ahead. Somebody else. I got to find another copy of it. Uh, yeah, I think you have a point there duke about it's the games that you are attached to that you seem to have yeah. um a lot of sort of like love for the music i do love uh, there it is sorry hotline miami music is so awesome oh yeah that's a good shout that really so good. can you play moon in hotline miami that's, that's one of my what, favorites that's what I'm playing. no you're not yes i am this is moon paris they, maybe they did more than one song. What's the? Oh, that's oh, the name oh. of the artist is Moon. Oh, is it right? Can you play? But like another one is Max Payne Three. Yeah. Is uh is got a great soundtrack. Love the Here's Red Dead soundtrack. Hydrogen. I don't know if this is the song you're looking. It is Hydrogen. Yes. Yeah, this is a good song. God. When this came on, and I was playing the game, I was like, "Fucking hell! What is this?" fast forward a little bit it's it's got that high pitch stuff that comes in later there it is and it works so well with the I'm not being funny but if you drop that in a club people would be dancing to that shit and their music Moon is so good because their music is not complicated it's just very simple but it's so effective I gotta go look up if they have albums Sorry, go on. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, yeah. Duke is uh, gone. Um, yeah, so, so yeah, so, I've, I've got yeah, one. Uh, Max Payne 3, go. I've got a good one. Mafia 2. Yeah, Mafia 2 has got great. Because, and I'll tell you for why, because I think the way, it's not only the, the music they use, but the way so they use it in about, the game. You're talking about, like, the, the, the licensed songs that they use. Yeah, yes, like, but it's the way they make. use I, them. I'm talking about, like, the track that was the made score. for the game. Right now, yeah, Bioshock probably is in both. Right, those licensed songs from Moon and the rest of them are the soundtrack. Like it is the score. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that just just shapes and beats. 
that I played last week. That's brilliant. The the tunes in that are amazing, and the way that they go with the the actual gameplay. Yeah. yeah. Really, really cool. This is really cool. What about Geometry Wars as well? Yeah, it's good. It's good. All good. Geometry Wars. There's some good. When you think about, it, there are some good games out there with great soundtracks. There's loud. We're probably missing loads, but like, there's yeah, there's some good stuff out there. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I've got a lot of love for Rockstar games. So any any track that they say, I, lo- I love the theme to uh, GTA Four. I love that theme. So I just think it's great. So we are. Yeah. There you go, uh, and that's it for emails. And we've got one speed pipe, I believe, and then we're out of here. Oh shit! Here comes the theme song. <laughs> speed pipe. It's the way to leave a no, message no, for crap. us. There, you, there go. you go. There you go. Is that it? We're done. <laughs> oh wait, I'm supposed to play the speak pipe. You're yeah. supposed to play yeah, the speak pipe. That's the thing I do, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it uh, is. You don't just play, play the theme tunes. songs because they have a bunch on Spotify, and I've never explored them, so I have no idea if they're any good or not. But I mean, you know, the other ones are good. So let's find out, shall we? Uh, Derek Signs sent us a speak pipe, and I'm gonna pull it up here, and I'm gonna hit play, and we're gonna listen to it. It's a minute. Woo-hoo. There's probably going to be some music at the start. Let's find out. Called it. I recognize this song, but I don't know what it is. Anybody? No. Nope. I think it's um the group Moon. Hello, yeah. gentlemen. It's Derek Sainz back again. It's just under a couple of weeks until the arcade club meetup yeah. in Bury, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I subscribed to Amazon Prime, and I've been watching a lot of TV and films, and I've noticed quite a lot of tropes in both of those formats. Sorry, before he gets to his question or his comment, I just want to say, uh, Sean Anderson contacted me recently. What, what? And what he up? said, Duke, what if we did like a satellite thing in Madison and we could FaceTime with the people at the arcade club? And I was like, oh, dude, that's a totally good idea. And then he was like, oh, I can't make it that weekend. Sorry, never. <laughs> and Seth never got back to me, so I don't even know if he's around anymore. Selfish bastard. Not going to happen, people. I could go and play video games myself at the Classic Arcade, but I'd probably just stay home and play Rocket League. So I'm going to yeah. give you... Of course you And all would. I want you to do is to come up with one each. Uh, so here we go. Wait, what are the we doing? in both time, and I've been watching a lot of TV. And if only we didn't talk over his fucking thing. Well, I'm trying to play it yeah, now, so why don't you shut up? Start again. Okay, I'll... Yeah, just do it again. Just do okay, it again. Jesus Christ. Oh, wait, that's the wrong thing. All right, here we go. It's just under a couple of weeks until the arcade club meetup in Bury, so I'm looking forward to that. But I recently subscribed to Amazon Prime, and I've been watching a lot of TV and films, and I've noticed quite a lot of tropes in both of those formats. So I'm going to give you five here, and all I want you to do is to come up with one each. Uh, So here we go. First film TV trope is cigarettes. Anyone smoking a cigarette is seemingly deemed as cool. Correct. Duh. Jim yeah. Jarmusch's coffee and cigarettes. That's the whole basis of the movie. And that's the movie with Jizza and the Rizza from Wu-Tang Clan hanging out with Bill Murray. It's awesome. The whole movie is worth watching just for that scene. It's like 10 minutes and it's beautiful. Y'all got anything? What? What, what, are, we, example, what are we meant to be doing? Example, I don't know what an example doing. of a movie or TV show where someone smoking a cigarette looks cool. 
what about Solid Snake in no, a movie or a TV show? Do you know what a movie or a TV show is? What about I don't know someone smoking a yeah, James Dean, what about that? Uh, I don't know. People don't smoke in films as much these days. true. They've, they've tried to discourage kids from smoking by not making it look cool if people are smoking. Usually if people are smoking in a movie or TV show these days, it's like they're kind of losers or they're like really down on their luck or nihilistic or whatever. Isn't isn't there a scene in Stand By Me when he has a cigarette behind his ear when they're in the tree Probably. or something? And then they have leeches on their dicks. Yeah. <laughs> and That's it. Yeah, Stand By Me, there you go. Over everybody. That was awesome. And then his friend died in Vietnam. Yeah. Oops, spoiler warning. Chinny, what do you got? Um, I don't really know. All right, moving on. Here comes the next one. Yeah, moving on. Secondly, slow motion shots of groups of people, especially with music behind them, is seemingly cool. Yeah. Uh, slow motion shots. Every every scene in the major. Yeah, there you go. Oh my God. <laughs> Uh, Stephen Mill said uh, about the the smoking stuff. A fistful of dollars, cigars. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, that's a good yeah. goal. That is. Um, slow motion. I, I think three three hundred was good yeah, for that. That's, that's right. Absolutely. So it did a thing called speed speed ramping or time ramping. Some yeah. people call it. And uh, yeah, it was it was pretty impressive. Yeah, do you want do you want to did you know a really interesting fact by the way about the Matrix and bullet do time? Do tell. Uh, the man who invented bullet John time Gator. as a special effect. His name is John. Gator. Went, went to Millie's school. Dude, how about that? Did she meet him? Uh, no, he was in the. Obviously, he's a lot he's older than she is. But yeah, he's, I listened to the commentary on the first movie, and he was like, "So what I did was you didn't do it all yourself. Why don't you say what we did? You prick! You got a team." Get no, he definitely did it all oh, himself. What an obnoxious jerk. And yeah, but yeah, he went to Millie's school. He came from Leyland and went to Millie's school, so who knew? Um, I think of slow motion. I don't know. I remember, I seem to recall a lot of things in, you know, in Toy Story when Buzz Lightyear is like falling with style. Like that whole sequence is pretty slow mo, isn't it? I don't think it is. I, uh, there's parts no, I of it where there's things happening. <laughs> yeah, I definitely I have, don't I have think memories Chini should be great at this. He shouldn't know loads of these. What happened? He gave us the slow motion one from 300. That's right. Let's move on. Here's the next yeah. one. It's a fault of Reservoir Dogs. Um, yes. The three, the old horror trope of opening the bathroom mirror with no one behind you, and suddenly when you close it, the horrible thing or horrible person is behind you. Yeah, the most the most famous one I remember as a kid for that was a film called The Bogeyman. Uh, and, and basically, this it's, it was just really a very bad ripoff of Halloween, uh, where this kid is 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 like mum and her boyfriend are having sex, and he kills him with a broken piece of mirror. So he stabs him with this broken piece of mirror, but then the mirror takes in his spirit, wow. and it just it just goes all kinds of weird. See, I don't watch a lot of horror yeah, movies, so I don't totally really weird. have any of these. I just watched Us, which of course is awesome. Everyone needs to see that. And then you can read the thing I wrote about it, which I just published. Um, read. Silence of the Lambs is my favorite horror movie, but I don't I don't think there is. I don't think there's a mirror scene no, in that, definitely is definitely not. Because the, the movies I like, the horror movies I like, aren't based on like jump scares. They're like, oh, this thing suddenly appeared. Instead, it's like under your skin, kind of like existential terror. Yeah, I don't. I can't really remember a standout moment with the mirror, but the, the one mirror shot that I really loved is the one in Panic Room, is uh, is where they fuck around with the camera angle, and they 
you're looking you're looking at the woman I, I think the girl running at the mirror is it pink? are yeah. you thinking of a uh, contact is so it contact yeah, 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 that's a great one. I was going to mention that, actually. Is it contact? Sorry, yeah. She's running up the stairs, and then it pulls back. And yes, you yes, it is contact. It. Sorry, I thought it was like uh, panic room. No. Can, I, can I just say as well, very recently, Uz uses mirrors in a very interesting way at the beginning of the Oh, film. yeah, duh. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's, that's kind of probably a very... Yeah, I went to watch you on you Friday. You gotta read my thing, right. man! You gotta read my thing! I'll have to read your thing, because I love that film. It's good. Read your thing. Well, guess what? Derek Sands so, yeah. in the chat talking about, I just wanted one example in total from each, not for each example. Well, guess what? We're not doing things that way, and you don't get to tell us how to do our podcast, buddy boy. So shut up. Yeah, buddy boy. Thanks for writing in. We'll do what we want to do. Yeah, thanks for don't you tell us what to do. We appreciate you being in touch with us. All right, here comes the next trope. You ready? Go. <gasps> oh, I've just thought of another one. Whoa, 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 whoa. Just before you move on. Just before you move on. Uh... Uh, I'll tell you one that I've just suddenly thought about the poltergeist where he looks in the mirror and then all his all his yeah, face comes yeah. off. I don't remember that. I need to watch that again. That's a good movie. I remember liking it that is one. A good movie. To watch that because that's it's. I remember it's one of those PG thirteen horror movies, which I think those are often my favorite. Because if you are if, if you're an R rated horror movie, it's probably going to be just blood, blood, Hellraiser, worms under yeah. the skin, blood. But if you're PG thirteen, you got to be more creative than that. So yeah. I think those are often my favorite. Quiet Place, I think, is PG thirteen, isn't it? Mm, probably, yeah, because there's not a lot of gore Let's in it. Let's find out. Quiet. Place. It's more Welcome creepy. to the Veteran Gamers Podcast, where we yeah, where we what? check what what rating yeah, exactly. films we are. Google movies. All right, here comes the next trope. Number four. Go. Uh, action films. This is mini four. Just when you're down and out, about to uh, be killed or knocked out or ki- or whatever, you seemingly find a surge of emotion or adrenaline, and you manage to defeat the bad guy. Uh, yeah. I can. I don't know. I feel like I'm looking at a bunch of those in my mind, but I can't think of what movies they're from. Yeah. John Wick is a good example of that. John Wick, because the amount of punishment that dude yeah. takes and keeps it's on coming like back. It's more like a cartoon, though, isn't it? John Wick. It's not really. Yeah, it is. I love John Wick. It is it's a good a movie, film. but it's, it's very silly. Yeah, I'm, I'm very looking forward to number three, which is out soon, isn't it? I haven't seen it's two, not, actually. I mean, it's not totally emotion, but there's that fighting scene in Snatch where Brad Pitt seems like he's oh, done. Brilliant. And Brilliant. then he comes up and he's like, Rah! you know, that yeah, final it's a great punch. Scene. It's a great scene. It's not really like he's not thinking of his mom or anything in that moment. No, Maybe. but he does. He just just kind of. But he does that thing up. where yeah. he looks like he's done and then he. Rah! Yeah. I'm trying to think of a good my, example. My, my favorite films. example is uh, is Back to the Future when Biff has got his fist by the car. Oh, yeah. And uh, he, he finally builds up the courage to stand up and break the timeline by standing up to Biff. And then that changes George McFly's life, and he becomes a successful author. He gets super confident, a little cocky. Uh, he gets a big house, uh, all that sort of stuff, just by punching one man and there fucking a go. girl. Yeah, I'd, um, I'd, I'd, do you know what I kind of like? And this is this sounds awful, and I can't think of an example, but I'm, I know that there are films like this where you think that the the goodies going to win and then they actually don't and end up getting killed or whatever. Here. Yeah, so I'm not I'm not gonna sort of say any films as such, but but there are films where that happens where it actually twists that on its head completely and does the opposite. Yeah. Yes. Alright, and here comes the final trope. And number five anyone with a country bumpkin accent is automatically classed as stupid. 
that's pretty common. Is, ca- so- is automatically what? Stupid. Oh. Stupid. <laughs> Independence Day. Get off the dang roof! Independence Day. It's like John Yokel. Oh, yeah. That's mine. Yeah. I- but that's more stereotyping, isn't what? it? It's just this stereotype. Yeah, well, yeah. But, like, Independence Day, the, 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 the southern guy, he got, he got abducted. Uh, it turns out he is crazy in real life, that guy. But, um... Yeah, he, he got abducted in the film by aliens, and everybody's like, oh, you're fucking crazy. And then it turned out that it was true. Uh, and he sacrifices himself in Independence Day, to, and he goes, I'm back, like that. Yeah. It's a funny little thing. And then there's this. Some folk will never gun, but then again, some folk will clean us the slack jaw yokel. Hey, what's going on on this side? On this side. Classic. Still, you got one? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, what about uh, Hot Fuzz? Isn't that about... It's, it's about people from Devon, which is where yeah. Matt's from, which is also true. They yeah. are. They, 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 they got the internet. Yeah, they actually are stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah they actually are no, stupid down there. So <laughs> it's all good. It's just a common joke. <laughs> that, like, they're, they're a bit cut off, Devon. So it's like... Yeah. And Cornwall. It's like, oh, they they only had the internet last week. They're like, oh, what's the internet? What's that? I used the net. <laughs> yeah. Fishing net. I, I got one of those. It's the internetting in my... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I almost said that joke, but then I realized I'm with a Simpsons guru, so I can't... Yeah, I just logged on to the internet. All right, here comes the final part of it. I'll just say, keep on gaming, and we better take the skinheads uh, bowling. Yeah. Dead cat, dead milkman, isn't it? No clue. Oh yeah, I think. Oh man, I need to know now. Take the skin. Whoops, skinheads. Bowling. Skinheads. Camper. Beethoven. Oh, yeah. Okay, my bad. Right, I think we need to do some shout-outs to get the hell yeah, out of here. Yeah, let's do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. It's time for a shout-out. Hey! I think we should do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. I think we should. I think we should. Right, uh, I'll go, go first. first I'm just going to shout out Chinny uh, for inviting me to stop at his house again if we go to rest. Yeah, we go to rest. Go. Just gonna do that. I'm just going to be doing that. Whoop, whoop. So, you know, whoop-de-whoop. Whoop-de-whoop. That's it, me, I'm done. That's it, I'm done. Uh, I'm going to shout out Alan for blowing my mind with Apex. Thank you very much, Alan. And he said he was scared to... Send me that message on Twitter because he didn't want me to be offended, and then I replied, "You're gonna have to." Tr- He's obviously never you're met you. You're gonna have to try a lot fucking harder to offend me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then he called me a cunt, and I was like, "Oh, that did actually hurt my feelings." So that that wasn't very nice, Alan. He didn't really. I just made that up. There you go. There you go. Uh, right, is that it, Duke? Over to you. Okay, I will shout out Amar Parvez because he uh, hollered. You're a legend. At- yeah, he uh, gave me a shout and said, yo, uh, check out this podcast called Conflicted. And I was like, okay, I'll check it out. And uh, yeah, I'm really loving it. It's really good. It's, uh, it's oh, yeah, about... Conspiracy theories. No, it's about 9-11 and the war on terror and stuff like that. And it's oh, just yeah. well, down where these different conflicts come from. And oh, uh, it's this dude who was a Christian missionary and then this guy who, who basically was raised very conservative Christian, and then he went off to Greece to become a monk. 
And the other dude is like, he was a member of Al Qaeda. He fought in the Serbian, you know, uh, Baltic Wars. Mm-hmm. And, but, you know, he's, then he worked for MI6 and he became a double agent. He's got a fatwa out on him and he told the world everything about how Al Qaeda operates and stuff. And, like, it's just a really good show because it's not just, they don't all just sit there agreeing with each other the whole time. It's a dialectic. You know, he'll mm-hmm. ask, like, but why does Al-Qaeda see things like this? How does that tie into the religion? And what about this thing in the Quran? And it's just a really – that that dynamic is necessary to elevate the discussion from a basic surface level. So it's just really good. It's really interesting, and I was listening to it while I was uh, dropping lit for Diane today. And uh, so, yeah, Armar, shout out. Peace, dude. I love it. I have, I have subscribed to that, but I just haven't listened to one yet. Well, yeah. worth your time. I mean, it's it's heavy stuff, so it's not like light, fun listening. Yeah. But on the other hand, it's also very um, engaging. It's very user friendly. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, I listen to um, that one about so ISIS, so I'm okay with heavy. Yeah. Shout out to everybody who uh, gave love to my um, thing about us and Antonio. Good luck with everything you're dealing with. He's going through some stuff today. And um, shout out to you two guys because I love doing this podcast every week. What? What? And and we love you, Aww. Jude. There you go. Uh, and that's it. We're done. Thanks for listening, everybody. Here. All right. I'm gonna play the theme song now. You ready? Yeah. Do Thank that. you, that Much love. I just want to say, f*** this game, I'm done. He's got a heartbreaking decision to make about whether his best friend lives or dies. You don't need to do that because it'll turn off when it ends. Why don't you listen to another podcast, you ungrateful fuck? Tinny's favorite thing. Fuck, you know. It hurts my brain. <laughs> Zippity bow. Jesus Zippity Christ. Bow. I just don't know what to say anymore. <laughs> just say thanks, Duke, for such a great mixing job. Such yeah, thanks, Duke. Things to for, listen to. <laughs> for ruining that song for Chinny forever. Oh, crap. <laughs> yes, it is.